on today's show. It was the football wager heard round the world. If J.D.'s Bengals win, then Richard has to burn his jersey and his beloved Kansas City Chiefs hat. J.D., if Richard's Chiefs win, Richard gets to stare at your dick for 60 seconds. The pick is good. Richard Christie's dreams of another Chiefs Super Bowl have gone up in smoke. Oh, my God. And now, so will his jersey and hat. I've worn this hat when I've watched games with my dad, and I can't even think of parting with it. On today's Howard Stern Show. I still cannot fucking believe that that happened. Hey, now. Hey, now. Yeah. Hey, everybody. You know, it's a very uh, difficult thing to take uh, time off. We took a week off, and it seemed like the whole world was changing on the week that we were off. I was almost driven to get on the air even while I had time off. But, of course, I came to my senses and uh, did not. So I will try to recap everything that happened last week that we think is worthy. And, that and you give probably your comment on it because everybody certainly was thinking, what is Howard thinking about I have a technical issue I might have to straighten out. Oh. Hey, gang, when, when Robin's talking, um, it's coming out over my speakers. Say something, Robin. Testing one, two, three, please. Testing, testing. Okay, one, we're two, good now. One, two. One, two. <laughs> Hello, testing, testing. One, two. We are talking into a microphone. All right, so we got to start off. What happened last week? So many things. All right, yes, the rumors are true. Fred is now a woman and will be referred to as she. His pronoun is she. Her pronoun is she. And what is... Is she still being called Fred? Yes. Freddie. Freddie. Freddie is a girl name, boy name. Okay. Yes. Oh. So if you heard that rumor, it was true. Fred has been denying his sexuality for years. Ah, yes. Thank you. Thank you, my mistress. Thank you, my mistress. Him again, my mistress. Thank you, my mistress. Thank you, my I mistress. I always thought he was gay, but it turns out he is transsexual. He was considering the name Frederica. He was considering the name Frida, but mm -hmm. he is now Freddie. Okay. And Freddie is gorgeous. He's wear She's wearing what a dress. What is Freddie wearing today? Fred, describe your outfit. Freddie, describe your outfit, please, for the audience. Givenchy. Givenchy, yeah. And by the way, Freddie um, is proud of his, her voice. She is not changing it. It's a great radio voice. Oh, because I was yeah. going to say that's not very feminine. If You know, you can still use that term. Who well, defines his, feminine? I'll tell you what, and I'm a man. Uh -oh. With your big titties now and your shaved legs and your your your, your beautiful ass, Fred, I, to me, you're every bit a woman to me, and I am very attracted to you. And the voice is not a turnoff at all. I <laughs> like you. it. Thank you. It's kind of like a B. Arthur thing, right? Uh. Yeah, you sound like the late Beatrice Arthur, <laughs> and you look a little like Beatrice Arthur, actually. Now that you're a woman, and we we we, he, we I mean, did she grow out her hair? I haven't seen her. She has, I have. And, I have. And, I, and I support and I support her journey. I just want to say and I, that. I put collagen in my labia. What? I put collagen in my labia. Oh. Hey, Fred, you're a woman now. Try to act like a lady. And <laughs> Do women walk around talking, like, talking about their labia? I put it's collagen like in my labia. <laughs> I mean, uh, who, what kind of lady talks like that? You, 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 try to be a, a decent young woman. 
give me a break. I'm a new lady. Right. That's right. He's not used to it yet. <laughs> I mean, she's not used to it yet. I'm so confused. Yeah, I, I have no history with this. Right. Fred is what they call a MILF. Because as you know, he what has is a MILF daughter. in this case? Well, he's a MILF. Mom, I'd like to fuck. I, oh. Oh, hmm. that is right. He's a mom, too. I mean, she's a mom. Well, I was talking to her over the weekend and I said, you know, Freddie, uh, yes. no offense. But uh, we need to send you to finishing school now that you're a woman. <laughs> Just a little rough still. There's still a bit of that hillbilly Hartford boy in you. A little you, charm you, school. Yeah. Charm yeah. School. How does Freddie sit? Like a dude. You should see. <laughs> you should see her crossing her legs. It's uh, you get to see all of her lady bits. I still manspread. We're thinking of uh, actually covering it, and making a movie called My Fair Freddie. He goes uh -huh. to charm school, and uh, at first he's rough, uh, she's rough, and then, uh, and then, and then suddenly she blossoms into a, the lady that I believe she should be. Yes, the rain in Spain uh, falls she... mainly on the plane. Uh, that's that's right. right. There, you, there you go. But uh, I knew Fred was a woman when I met him in Hartford. I could sense these things, and I couldn't quite. Really? You know, I didn't want to say anything. Yeah, I, I never got it. Why did I, you say something to me? The way he, the way she looked at me. Uh, <laughs> Tell. I knew she was thirsty for my for my love. And, uh, no offense, it was actually astigmatism. Right. <laughs> you just well, can't see. <laughs> I will say I'm proud of you, and I know you weren't living your truth. It's a little late in Thank life, you. but uh, you got there anyway. At least it's happening now. Yeah. Better late right. than never. Right. Anyway, in all serious, no, no. Forget the Fred story. Fred is not a thing. woman. <laughs> no, Fred is not a woman. Damn. He, I think he'd be better off as a woman, honestly. <laughs> I'm thinking of forcing him to become a woman. I don't think there's ever been a recorded uh, moment in history where someone was forced to be a woman. And, no, uh, there is a movie about that, though. I love that movie. What is that movie? I can't I think of the see, name of it, like but Antonio Banderas is in it. Yeah, that you, you he... said it correctly. That is Castilian. <laughs> Antonio Banderas. Banderas. <laughs> right. And he is a surgeon, a renowned plastic surgeon who does mm. um, gender uh, reassignment surgeries. Yeah. And um, this guy comes on to his, his mentally troubled daughter at a party, and she winds up dying. Oh, my God. And he kidnaps the guy and turns him into a woman. <laughs> <laughs> what a movie. What the <laughs> hell is that movie? I need to see that. Are you kidding me? I gotta me? look up the name. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> Here's why I'm angry with you today. What? How do you see a movie like that and not tell me about that? <laughs> I mean, that's something I should, that should be on my radar. There's a movie where Antonio Banderas turns a dude into a woman and yeah. no one's heard of it except you. And then he falls in love with the dude that he turned into a woman. <laughs> you kidding? This is the greatest movie. This is better than The Godfather. You never heard of a plot like this. You know what I realized? You know, Robin, uh, because of uh, various conditions, has to be completely sequestered during this COVID thing. And uh, she has literally watched everything on television. And, no, no, uh, no. I saw this years ago. Really? Yeah, long before COVID, I've known about this movie for a long time. I'm sure the guys are looking up the name of this movie. Yeah, I, I hope so. This. Oh, my God. Was it great? I loved it. It was and It was when the, so amazing because... Let me ask you. What? When the guy becomes a woman, 
do they get a woman to play like like in other words she's like converted like in an unrealistic way or is it like the dude but now he's just got a vagina no uh first of all you talk about finishing school yeah antonio banderas has her locked up (laughs) the whole time and is you know forcing her body into an hourglass frame and uh dressing her and he keeps her in these bandages forever so that she has no scarring and she's beautiful but is it the when she becomes the woman you see her finally is it the same actor who played her as a man i'm trying to think i you know as Mm. i told you it's a long time ago how do you forget that The movie is called what? The movie is called The Skin I Live In. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know why guys uh, are? You know why guys are such pigs? Here, this man killed his daughter. Antonio Banderas says, "You know what? I want to fuck him." (laughs) You know, I mean, I mean, if someone kills your daughter, you go kill him. You don't even if you turn them into a woman, you don't want to have sex with them. Yeah, I mean, the guy killed your daughter. Why are you, why are you falling in love with him? <laughs> and how big did they make the titties? Was it like... She, uh, I'm telling you, great figure, beautiful <laughs> breasts. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> how did I not see this? I got I, I to end the show right now. You got to leave go right this. now. <laughs> I got to leave. This is the greatest movie ever. Well, it is a foreign film, and so you have to read subtitles. I don't, I don't know care. if that'll slow you down. Uh, no. Nope. But, yeah. It's a great oh film. God. Oh, my God. I need the uh, English rights because uh, I'm putting this out. <laughs> Starring myself and Fred. <laughs> Pedro, I can't Pedro, believe we never talked about that. I mean, where were you? You're doing a radio show. You don't no, talk about I this? I never bought, brought that up. I mean, really shame on you. You should be punished. You should have to burn your um, Kansas City Chiefs hat. <laughs> have to get one first how did this not win every oscar and and how was this not in my radar I think I back in the day when this was made it was so eerie controversial dark mm. that uh nobody wanted to touch it so he took out the guy's cock gave him a vagina gave him big tits and then the guy when they take the bandages off she's a super hot chick yes oh my god <laughs> <laughs> If you're a, no wonder they made that foreign movie. There's no movie studio in America that hear this pitch and they're going to go, what the Nobody fuck? Nobody heard this pitch and said, let's make that. I could imagine when they pitched it here in America, the, the executives had the same look on their faces when I pitched <laughs> Fartman. <laughs> yeah, it's a superhero that, like, he farts. Sometimes he shits his pants, but sometimes his farts can blow up stuff. Yeah, okay, get out of my office. <laughs> Pedro Almodovar wrote and yes, directed Almo- the skin Al- I live in. Almodovar. Uh, what is it? Pedro Almodovar, yeah. We might have to um, inter- interview Pedro Almodovar. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is the great... How did you not... I, I'm going to have I a word really with you after know. the show. I really don't know. I'm thinking about it, and I was like, how did I keep this a secret? Yeah. All this How time? did every... How did the whole world keep this whole a world kept it a secret from you? Oh, I can't wait to watch it. 
I'm going to have to stop watching Reacher for a few minutes. And uh, I love. <laughs> it's I'll tell you and what it's I'm intriguing watching. because lots of things happen while while he's transforming her. Oh my god! Do they fuck on film? There is a yes, a sex scene. And do we see his titties? You see, oh god. You know, I'm not really good Jitties. at that because I don't care about, you know, the graphicness of right, the sex right, scene. Right. So I, I know there's a sex scene where, you know, like she's got a brand new vagina. So he's got to be, you know, very careful. And when he fucks her, is, is it too a little too tight? And he's like hurting her? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, yeah, that, yeah. It's, it's very painful for her. <laughs> I imagine <laughs> when I enter Fred, it'll be painful for both of us. Um. You know what's funny about Robin, and, and pretend you're not sitting here. I'm talk, okay. talking to you're talking my audience right now. Yeah, 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 I'm, I'm talking about you in front of your back. <laughs> you know, this woman walked in and for an entire program back in the 90s talked about this horrible movie, Hitch. No one was asking her about it. <laughs> she, she like, kind of, like, bludgeoned her way into a conversation. She goes, I just saw the greatest movie, Hitch, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, why is she bringing this up? No one cares. But but the movie about some dude being t- taken hostage and turned into a woman doesn't breathe a word of it. Le- got on the air, last action hero, the worst movie ever made. She's screaming <laughs> how great it is, and wouldn't wouldn't I said Robin? All right, we get the point, and w- couldn't calm down about it. But th- but this movie, nothing. The skin I live in. <laughs> this one right. I kept close to my heart. I'm talking behind your back. You're not allowed to talk to me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I can't believe you never told me about this. Yeah, the greatest it's a movie great ever. movie. It's a great movie. Oh, my movie. God. Oh, the lead actress is on the phone. Hold on. This is the man who was turned into a woman against as well. Yes, ma'am. You know, this role was some real empowering shit. You know, Robin, I really appreciate the fact that you're shedding some light on this movie because I worked very hard on it. All right. Thank um, you, honey. You know, all right. Listen, we were pioneers. Me, that, that brings, this brings up. All right. Shut up. This brings up. This is ridiculous. This brings up a, a good question. What about the voice when the transformation occurs? Does she start talking like a woman or is she still talking like a dude? She she has a deeper voice, but it's not masculine. Feminine. Right. Right. Yeah. Why? Wow, she really got into like this guy. The dude ended up doing her a favor. Well, she wakes up and she's transformed because he keeps her sort of knocked out for a long time. Right. And does she freak and, at first? Oh, yeah. She's, oh, she yeah. can't figure out what the heck has happened. Let's see. The, it, this movie got 81% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. What does that mean? 81%. That means it's good. Rotten Tomatoes, oh, the wow. higher the rating, the better the movie. Wow. 81 is high. Yes. I'm telling Let's you, see. it's not schlocky. It's a really well-made film. It's a great story. Wow. The but skin I very live Very dark. <laughs> Robert tracks down Vincente and has him knocked off his motorbike, kidnaps him, and holds him in captivity. Robert subjects him to a vaginoplasty and later instructs him how, instructs him how to slowly stretch his new vagina. <laughs> Over <laughs> right, OJ. <laughs> you know, damn. Over yeah, you missed period, it too, OJ. <laughs> Over a period of six years, 
Robert physically transforms Vincent into a replica of his late wife and renames him Vera with his hair now bald and giving him real feminine breasts, real feminine buttocks, and a real female voice. With his hair yeah, now bald. I think bald. there was something, some adjustment to the voice box. That's what it was. Wow, wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. This is the greatest. And what, like, how do you write a movie like that? Because, you know, like, it reveals you've got some dark thoughts, and then you got to go pitch it to a movie executive. <laughs> well, Pedro's a very, you know, he's one of the biggest filmmakers in Spain. And so I guess that was one of those things where he said, you know what, instead of making all those, you know, women movies where, you know, I'm totally in tune with how it is to be a woman, I'm going to make this crazy film. And they said, okay, well, you've done all these others. I guess we have to let you make one you want to make yourself. This movie must have grossed a billion dollars. It's so great. (laughs) You know. I should do that idea, except make a documentary out of it. I should force Fred to transition <laughs> and fuck him. And, Six uh, years in the making. <laughs> right. Six years I, I, I filmed this. <laughs> and here's Fred. Hi. Hi, I'm Fred, the star of the movie. Oh, man, that's and wild. And the whole How time, his I... mother has been looking for him, Vincente. <laughs> and she thinks he must have been killed or something. Look at and this. He's been in captivity being transformed. Look at this, Mr. Skin. You know, the, the website that basically just shows all the good parts of movies. Yeah. The skin I live in on Mr. Skin has three stars. At eight minutes and ten seconds in, Antonio Banderas discovers Elena. That's I guess his daughter, after she yeah. slashes her wrists. Nice butt and tons of hot hootage when he takes now, her that's to the operating room. Sick. Yeah, this girl is dead, and Mr. Skin is staring at her body parts and raising. I don't them. know. It seems Damn. like what he's saying is, I guess when the girl, the dude becomes a girl, nice butt and tons of hot hootage. Oh, oh, he's saying that throughout the film, mm. or is that the eight minutes where you see the daughter? That's what I'm, I'm confused about. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, I. I hope it's the second, not the first. (laughs) (laughs) Hot hootage. What's hot hootage? Hooters. Oh, okay. Hooters. Yeah. Breasts. Yeah. Yeah. I always, you know, this has nothing to do with anything, but I was thinking about Ronnie when we were off for the week and. It's a weird thing to me that when guys, like Ronnie gets away with this because he's on our show, but it's really weird when dudes um, have like a Twitter or Instagram. And you know, like everybody that Ronnie follows on Instagram pretty much is a naked kind of like stripper looking woman or like big butts or, you know, or titties. And it's weird to me. That guys would do that. Like, if I'm into those kind of Instagram, I'm not going to make it. Like, I don't want my kids to see me following that. And I don't want, like, you to see me follow. Like, oh, my God, all Howard's into is titties and, and ass and, and strippers and, and you know, fetishes. But guys, today, I'm no shame. Like, I used to hide Playboy, you know, in a right. drawer and jerk off to it alone. 
Like, why would you put it out there, especially for, like, your fellow workers and everything? They're like, oh, man, you know, hi, George, how you doing? And then you go, hey, let me follow George on Instagram. And you see, you say, hey, who's he following? And he's following, you know, big-titted whores, uh, you know, jugs, bootalicious. You know what I mean? Like, 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 don't you, you want to act Ronnie like you're above that? You think wouldn't do this if he wasn't on the show? pussy. I don't know. I mean, That's Ronnie's kind of. You would do it if you weren't on the show? It's not true, though. That's not all I follow. Not all, but I mean, why would you even follow one of the? You know what I mean? I wouldn't want anyone to know that I'm into that. Like, especially the grandkids. Like, when your grandkids say, hey, Grandpa Ronnie, I see you follow booty and, uh, you know, and, and, you know, fetishes and girls. First of all, first of all, they're not on Twitter. Second of all, on Instagram, I don't, on, on Instagram, I don't follow anybody. What I'm asking is, like you on you, you follow Abby Texas Milf. Okay. Right? Yes, that's yeah. true. Like, okay, you get away with that because you're Ronnie from the Howard Stern show, but like in real life, if you if you weren't on the radio, it'd be like Like Ronnie follows I was looking at this, Uber driving slut. Yes. And like right, when the I've grandkids mentioned before. And you know, and for Ronnie to be naive and say, Well, the grandkids are never gonna be on social media is total bullshit. They're gonna go to grandpa Ronnie's Twitter and see what he <laughs> follows and 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 like even like 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 Ronnie follows MILF Latins on on Twitter, and I'm like like why would you? And I don't mean this like Ronnie can get away with it because he's sort of this sexual guy on our show and everything. It's but a if you're character, a regular, let's say he's created, and that character yes. has a a Twitter account. Yeah, like can he can even say. Hold on one sec. Can he can even one sec. He can even say to his grandkids like, look, you know this this makes me a living. The reason I'm on the Howard Stern show, I don't really give a fuck about latin milk yeah i don't even watch that. I look at that yeah i don't, Somebody I don't else even set it up for me yeah yeah, yeah disgust me i'm in love with my uh, girlfriend but you know blah 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 blah. he could bullshit his way out of it i mean i did for years so uh <laughs> you know what i mean but i'm saying if you like if you're a regular dude let's say you work uh you know like like even at a gas station or something and like you meet a girl and uh you're you know like you, oh wow this girl likes me and stuff She's going to go to your Instagram or your Twitter and see that you're into Uber driving sluts and Abby the Texas MILF. And you're fucked. I mean, she's going to go, this dude's a perv. But wait a minute. Yeah, but- he lives with a woman. She must know what's on his Twitter account. Yeah, well, yeah. She, Ronnie. Well, she, she knows. Ronnie's character. Yeah. It, 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 listen, those two are an, an anomaly. <laughs> That's right. Yep. Yeah, but like, do you, do you, was, he, he, Ronnie follows. Ba- like, imagine if you. Had a regular job. You weren't Ronnie, and you followed the following: Abby Texas Milf, Uber driving slut, Milf Latin, and Babes R Us. Those those okay. are from Ronnie. You know what I'm saying? You would. How do you explain that to normal people? Yeah, but dude, do you really think if I was not on this show that I would be so involved with this shit? I hope not, because do it would mean no one would talk to even, you. Do you even think I probably would be on Twitter? That was the only reason I. I even knew about Twitter from yeah, being on you, the show. You see, you have that excuse. I'm talk. I'm not talking about you right now. I'm talking about regular guys who have regular jobs who want to date regular women. If they follow all this shit, all right. <laughs> Why are you so obsessed with me anyway? How could I not be? You're fascinating. You, I, you know, I should turn you into a woman. 
<laughs> you wouldn't even I mind. Told, yeah, I told you. I'd love to try it out and see how it is. Yeah. Well, I'm going to hire back, Antonio. <laughs> That's it. I know. No, you love your cock. Are you kidding? You're not doing that. <laughs> I'm a farm girl. I know exactly. you are, honey. <laughs> a farm girl. Do you have a smooth pussy? Do you have a smooth yes. pussy? No, I have a very, 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 like, smooth pussy. It doesn't bulge out. Pussy? Do you have a smooth yes. pussy? No, I have a very, 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 like, smooth pussy. It doesn't bulge out like a lot of them do. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. You're yep. awesome. Now, when's the last well, time I told you I love you? I love you. I love you, Oh, pal. thank you, man. All right. I love you, too, man. <laughs> All right. Listen, right miss, on those miss, I miss seeing you, my friend. It's a busy Monday. Uh, you got to get those titty and ass pictures out. Oh, yeah. Oh. Believe me. I was up, oh, they're all out there already. Oh, you've already done it. Oh, yeah. 345 this morning. I was I was retweeting that shit. <laughs> Boy, I got a good night's sleep last night. I haven't slept in days. My uh, my mom hasn't been doing well. She's been sick, you know, in and out of uh, just different ailments. You know, she's 94 years old. My old man, he... My dad, he's 98. Nothing bothers this guy. He's like, fine. Did he know something was going on with your mom? I don't know. I don't know what he knows. Uh (laughs) Yeah, I think he knows. He knows she's not there to serve him his lunch. Oh, okay. Yeah. He did notice that. (laughs) Where's my lunch? (laughs) My mom is one of those moms that like, you saw this with old fashioned couples. Like my mom would hop to when it was dad's lunchtime. She would like, you know, she always served lunch. And he sits there like a king. Used to drive me crazy. We'd have Thanksgiving at my house, especially when the kids were young. And uh, we put out a whole buffet. And my mom would hop up and say, Ben, what do you want? Do you want turkey? Do you want stuffing? Do you want... The- oh, yeah, so she, went, she went to the buffet for yeah. him. He yeah, just like, sat there and waited for yeah. his plate to come? Yeah, yeah. It was like, why? Wow. You know, in a way. And I, I got to tell you, in a way, I was kind of like... I don't mind a woman doing that for like if Beth did that for me, I think I'd kind of dig it. <laughs> like on the one hand, I want to take what you know. I used to say to myself, "Doesn't my father want to get like if he wants more mashed potatoes? Doesn't he want?" And then then he'd eat up his first portion, and then he'd say, um, I'd, "I'd look at his plate and he's just sitting there." And I go, "Dad," and he you know he wasn't all, that old at this point; he was fully capable. I go, "No, he was moving around, right?" <laughs> yeah, and then I'd say, "Dad." Would you like some more? Yeah, sure, if you got it, sure. <laughs> and and then next thing I know, I'm hopping up with his plate. <laughs> and like a woman. Like Antonio Baderas gave me a vagina and titties <laughs> and a nice ass and a new voice box and hair. I mean, and I'm like, why am I doing? Like, suddenly I'm my mother now serving my dad. And he's completely capable of doing this himself. And I was like, you know, I never was the type of dude to get people hopping to for me. Like, my wife would never do that for me. And in a way, I'm almost like, I see it because I'm so twisted. I see it as love. You know what I mean? When a woman gets up and serves you your plate. Oh, sure, yeah. sure. You know, because I, I saw think my that mother was doing one of it. the ways of expressing love in the 50s. Yeah. Lord knows she wasn't fucking them. So <laughs> she's like, it's, I'd rather do this so I can be <laughs> I'll celibate. I'll you a plate. <laughs> yeah, I hope you're coming. 
Ah, my mother. So anyway, my mom hasn't been doing well. And, you know, so, oh, my God, I'm on the phone with doctors every minute. And it's just depressing. I, you know. But and you're I used doing to something say, really sweet for your mother. You're taking I'm trying. care of her. I am. And God forbid, I used to say, if my mother goes before my father. But I'm seeing now, my father's going nowhere. This guy, <laughs> he, he's like having a party. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel bad when my mother, like if I have to send my mother to a doctor and stuff, she goes, how's your father? Is he all right? Because like at lunch, she usually serves him his lunch. Who's And it's like, you know what? My dad hasn't missed a beat, but I hate telling her. I go, mom, dad's fine. And on the one hand, I'm telling her because I'm trying to release her burden. But on the other hand, I think she feels useless because it's like, oh, my father's right. Like, and he can still get lunch and she's not there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like <laughs> she should be saying all these years, I didn't think he could make his own lunch. See, my dad had to move down. He was so smart. There was one time when I was young. I must have been like junior high. And my mom had my mom always made every meal and everything, did everything. But for some reason, she had to leave for like a day or two days, like with an overnight and everything. And uh -huh. she put my father in charge of making dinner for us. And I remember we had one little can in the house of corn, of the green giant uh, corn, in a, you know, in a can. It was the little mini size. Oh. And my father opened it up and said, here, here's dinner. And it was for the three of us, for him. For my, <laughs> like, And I was just like, he's so smart. Now I realize what he did. He he just was so incompetent that no one ever asked him to make dinner again. <laughs> like when my mom came in, we were like, we had a can of corn. She goes, what? A can of corn? <laughs> That's it. Your father's never being alone with you kids again and making dinner. And I'm like, what a genius move. Yeah, he fixed everything. He never had to do that again. No, no. No one asked him. So he couldn't <laughs> do it. I mean, the man was an executive, ran a company, made a living. But who came to making dinner, he couldn't do it. He knew better division. than a can of corn. Come on. Of course, but there was a division of powers. He, he mowed the lawn. He went out and made the money. She was the homemaker. You know. Sal was telling me yesterday uh, was uh, Sal's mom's birthday, and Sal's parents uh -huh. are like old like mine. Yeah. And so Sal was saying the, the, the it was the mom's birthday and they they cooked for her. They made a whole meal and she still had to get up and serve dad dinner. She had to serve Sal's dad dinner. Wow. He couldn't even get cooker. dinner on her birthday. Right. For himself. Right. right. <laughs> like, like, here's your birthday dinner, mom. And he's like, hey, get me a day, get me some dinner, you know. <laughs> and these and guys he was don't like even... the worst husband. I mean, well, he, yeah. he should he have did... the dinner thrown at him. <laughs> yeah. My, my dad... My, it's such a move that you wouldn't believe. When we would have like a Thanksgiving, my dad would sit there. He wouldn't even look sad. He, he had no expression on his face. He would just sit there and wait. And I used to get such agita. I'd get this nauseous feeling in my stomach. I'm like, oh my God, my, my father's not, my, my mother's got to get the plate to him. He had us jumping too. He was like he King Jaffe Joffers or whatever that yeah, is. Yeah, King Jaffe Joffers. He was exactly like King Jaffe Joffers, this guy. And I couldn't believe it. I was just like, you know, and I've never had that that gene or whatever, that genetic quality. You didn't there. have that move to just sit there. You would get up and go get a meal. Yeah, like an asshole. 
<laughs> Howard, I, I saw this firsthand with uh, with my father-in-law. And so, you know, we would go to dinner there on Sunday, right? It'd be like, you know, the whole family. And my father, the table was situated so that he had direct sight to the Giants game. Right. And so he would, he would sit oh. and watch. So my mother-in-law would be in her apron. She'd be running around in this one day. I, remember, I could see steam coming up out of Mary's head. You know, she's sweating. She's cooking. Every, you know, she sits down. She plops down. She, she gets her knife and fork. And he goes, her name was Ruth. And he had a Brooklyn accent. He goes, Ruth, where's the butter? So she gets up. She runs to the refrigerator. She brings the butter over to him. She sits down. She gets her knife and fork. And he goes, Ruth, where's the butter knife? She gets up. She gets the butter knife. And it was, he wasn't a mean guy. That was just his life. Yeah, well, it's almost like they turn into little boys and the wife becomes the mom. Like, they're, like, incapable of getting up. Well, every time you talk about having uh, Beth cut your toenails, because that's when it hit me. I walked by my parents' room one night, and my mother was clipping his toenails, and they were flying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, they were, well, like, you'll... launching a rocket, and she had to sit there and make she you know he didn't cut her toenails but she was clipping his toenails even well you know i've explained to you off the air why beth was clipping my toenails i think i yeah. had a legitimate reason and by the way you'll be happy to know i'm back to clipping my own nails now that i'm <laughs> fine so i'm able to do it now for myself right it just brought you know it was like uh one of those um moments that sends you back you're like yeah. oh yeah Beth, i had to ask beth to clip my toenails i was like oh god yeah <laughs> believe me i was you see unlike my dad i was plenty embarrassed yeah you know i didn't want to ask people to do that my father would be reading the newspaper like she's down there clipping yeah. his nails sal He's what happened reading a book or something sal your your mom's birthday and you guys cooked a beautiful dinner and your mom still had to serve your dad yeah it was so sad i mean you know we we made this real big elaborate dinner we set up the whole thing and my mom is all happy even my mom's my mom is helping us because we're helping her and my dad is at the head of the table with his arms crossed yeah getting everything ready and we're like all right we we, we made a buff buffet style because i have a big family there was eight of us and my father didn't budge and before and i said mom first it's her birthday and my father goes Dad first. And my mother leans over to the table and she has oh. to make him this whole. Pl we all have to wait. As she makes him the plate. She sits it down in front and of him. And, and your dad, I mean, you know, he cheated on her. But now kids are <laughs> yeah, popping out of the woodwork. Times. Right. I tell you, some guys, I mean, they. by the way, Sal, what's with the new hairdo? I don't like it. You don't like it? You yeah. Know, what happened to your old hairdo? It's just, I don't know. It's just easier just to slick it back. You know, uh, I don't know. Honestly, it looks like you have less hair now. Does it? Yeah. Hold on. I go back. Yeah, go back to your other hairdo. Okay. Uh, <laughs> my grandfather. I'm gonna turn Sal into a woman. <laughs> That's easy. I got all the stuff yeah. upstairs. <laughs> right. Well, my grandfather used to make my grandmother button his pajamas. He would sit. <laughs> Can you imagine? I mean, thank God I wasn't born in that era. Oh mm -hmm. my God. Because my father took off to Italy, he took the, my whole family to Italy. My father went nuts, and I didn't want to stay in Italy, so I I ended up moving in with my grandparents, and I lived, I slept on a cot next to my grandmother. So one night I'm going to bed, and my grandfather's at the base of his bed, sitting down in his boxer shorts, and my grandmother goes over and pulls up his pants, and then puts on his shirt, pajama shirt, and buttons it. 
and tucks him in. I was like, wow, this is really, really weird. Yeah. Slowly reverting to a baby. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, I mean, he could do all that stuff himself, right? There was nothing wrong with him. <laughs> no, nothing wrong with him. He would send it during the Yankee games. It could be 10 o'clock at night and freezing. He would send her outside because he considered her bad luck and a visual distraction. Is this your father's uh, parents? Yes, this is my yeah, father's sense. father. Now yeah. I got it. So in other words, he'd be watching the Yankee game and they were losing. He'd tell your grandma to go outside and not sit in the house. Yeah, with the lights off because even the light, he didn't want to see her shadow. So I recall one night we came, we locked up <laughs> the uh, the restaurant. It was like 10 o'clock at night. It's pitch black. And I hear, oh, no, go inside. I'm like, grandma, what are you what do you do? She goes, Grandpa's inside watching the game. And we open the door, and, and my father goes, Dad, what's going on? He goes, she's a visual distraction. We're losing the game. She's bad luck. Leave her out there. So we had to leave my grandmother outside in the dark. <laughs> did, did they talk Crazy. all in Italian? Did they say all this in Italian or in English? Uh, usually Italian. Mostly Italian. Mostly hey, Italian. Uh, let the, get out of the hell out right. of the house. Fatina de car. Tu mama na petra merda. That's what we would say. <laughs> And my dad's a tough guy. Like, he was a tough guy. But in front of my grandfather, my father just crumbled. Like, he became this weak little boy in front of yeah, my grandfather. Yeah, but meanwhile, no wonder your father's the way he is. He totally identified with you. I mean, he, yeah. he you know. Yeah. When you had you the know, big, uh, when you just had this meal for your mom's birthday, you didn't invite any of your, you know, the illegitimate uh, half-brothers and sisters, did you? We we did. We invited one of my half-sisters over. Yeah. But it's your mom's birthday. Do you it's think she wants birthday. to see that? I mean, you know what I mean. <laughs> She's, you know, well, my mom actually developed a really, a really nice love for my for my new sister because my new sister was abused in a different way. She was like abused from her side of the family. We were abused from my dad. She was abused from her mom, I guess. So we mm, kind of nice. like um, sympathized with each other. We kind of related to each other. And my mom actually welcomed my uh, new sister with open arms. And it's it's been wow. a blessing for my new sister, yeah. Huh. But, did your uh, grandfather yeah. have a separate family, too, or did he just have the one family? Uh, my grandfather just had one family. My grandfather really didn't work. He used to drink all day, and he would sit on uh, on the couch with a stack of newspapers and smoke cigarettes all day long. He, ju he just didn't budge. So how did he and, have money? Like, did he send his wife out to work, and then, uh, and then he made her leave the house when uh, the Yankee game was <laughs> no. on? No, well, yeah, he sent my grandmother out to clean houses. That's what she did for a oh, living. Wow. Okay. Yeah. There you go. All right. Yeah. What, so, a, what a gem. She what so, a prince. And then, the and, sand, like, and like, she never <laughs> said to him during the Yankee game, hey, I'm paying for this house. Get the fuck out of the house. No, no. Wow. And my grandmother was overweight. So every time she had an opinion, we could be at a dinner table with our aunts and uncles, and my grandfather would be speaking. And if my grandmother chimed in, she was very overweight. My grandfather would always say, hey, Lose some weight before you talk. When you get thin, then you can open your mouth. And wow. he would just stifle her. Would he say table. it in Italian or would he say it in English? Daddy would say in English. Sometimes, some things he would say in English and some things he would say in Italian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that would sound very romantic in Italian. Yeah, I mean, that's one of his English phrases. <laughs> my I was just thinking. Uh, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Your grandfather My what? grandfather, um, Howard, he had very, very bad hips. So he had a cane from the war. He had bad hips. And he would pick us up from school with my grandmother and drive us directly to the pizza place. That's That was our daily routine. And one day, he would put his cane on top of the car. So we get in the car. He puts his cane on top of the car. The car is going. All of a sudden, we hear boom, boom, boom. It was the cane. It went flying two blocks down from the street. My grandfather slams on the brakes. 
And you think he would put the car in reverse. He goes, nope. He turns to my grandmother. He goes, get out and get the cane. And my grandmother could barely walk. She had bloated ankles. He puts the car in stop, and he makes my grandmother oh my. walk a block oh. to retrieve his cane and bring it back. Oh, my God. Eat love grand. Oh, my God. You know what I was thinking, too? Like, you know, when I go, like, hey, what about any of your illegitimate brothers and sisters? I realize that's such a weird concept, too. Somebody goes out and fucks, you know, in, and has an affair and has a kid, and then they blame the kid and call him illegitimate. They should call right. the, the, the guy who fucked the woman illegitimate. <laughs> oh, totally. The Without illegitimate the father, yes. Right. Yes. yes. This, they shame yeah. the kid. You're illegitimate. No, I'm not. You're fucking illegitimate. <laughs> And when I was a kid, you know, my grandfather was really mean to my dad. My grandfather, you know, we're Italian. So my grandfather would call my my father like Italian racist names. Like he would call him a grease ball. He goes, you low life grease ball, you dirty wop. And, and I, it's so odd, you know. Right. Like to, 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 to call your child like a racist name based on the fact that, you know, because he was born in Italy. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And the reason he was born in Italy is because of his dad. <laughs> That's where right. you were. And my yeah. grandfather would call him a greaseball. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, I'm like, you know, so I said one day to my mother, I go, Ma, what's a greaseball? She says it's a bad word for Italian people. I go, why is grandpa saying that? She goes, because that's grandpa. And I'm, I, I grew up hearing my dad call the greaseball. And then. Once my grandmother stopped working cleaning houses, she saved her money and bought my dad a pizza place. Next right. door to the pizza place was a bar, and my grandfather would go to the bar with his friends and get drunk off of his ass. He would treat everybody. Uh, so at the, at the Treat everyone night, with your grandma's hardworking money, right? Yes. Well, it got worse. At the end of the night, my dad would be closing up with my uncle, and my grandfather would stumble in, and he would take all the money out of the cash register and, and bring it back to the bar and spend it on his friends. Wow. wow what a prince. You yeah, had, yeah, so, would... you know, like it's generations of, of abuse and sounds. Oh, yeah. I you mean, know, I Robin, this, this guy's penis to help him take a piss. After all this, I'm yeah. still helping him out. When people say, with, you know, uh, MAGA, make America great again. This is what they mean. <laughs> they want to go back to this. <laughs> good at the good old days. Hey, this is the good old days. Where's my MAGA hat? <laughs> She's the your family, your family yeah. should have had a reality show, not the Kardashians. Oh. That I'd watch. No, it's a you know, show, psychiatrists should be show. making a case history of Sal's family because oh, this God. is just a nightmare going oh. on and on and well, on. Thank you, Sal. But you know, you're welcome. By the um, this past week, I was saying, you know, we weren't on last week, but I had told you a while ago that. Beth got asked to be on Celebrity Big Brother. Oh, yes. So I've never watched Celebrity Big Brother, and neither had she. And, um, oh, my God. So we saw it was on. We've been, uh, you know, DVRing it. And holy shit, is that a fucked up show? Like, we, you know, we keep teasing each other. Like, I go, she, she goes, see, honey, I could have been on that. And I go, yeah, you could have been uh, hanging from a wire while I dump fucking shit on you. <laughs> and, uh, you know... It's just unbelievable. My blood boils. I mean, it is the pits of show business. I feel so bad. You know, that guy who who's on there. Who are these people and what are they doing to them? Okay, the guy from uh, Saturday Night Live, who you, I, who I always thought was one of the funniest guys, Chris Kattan, who played, yeah. um, you know, the Night at the Roxbury guy. And uh, right. he would be like that monkey boy who would climb on people and great physical comedian. He's on there. And I'm just like, oh, this is horrible. 
I mean, the poor guy. I mean, he's a funny guy. I don't know what happened to this guy. I, you know, I wish Julie Chen Moonves would interview him and say, you know, hey, what happened to you? You were a funny fucking guy. Now you're on, you know, like they got a guy on there from NSYNC, which was Justin Timberlake's band. Right. And, and, I mean, I don't know NSYNC. I only know Justin Timberlake. The other douchebags, I have no fucking You're not clue in sync with them. Yeah. <laughs> no, and everything out of this guy's mouth is like, whatever the stunt, he goes, yeah, I don't think we're in sync. You know, like, <laughs> like, like, he just keeps reminding everyone who we, cause he looks like just some schlub. It looks like he could be Sal's grandpa or something. It's just some dude hanging out there. And, uh, oh my God. And the worst part is Julie Chen Moonves because First of all, she has a weird delivery. I didn't know that about Julie. And I, you know, the whole time I'm obsessing. Good Lord, this woman used to be the lead person on the talk. She used and, and she, you know, married to the most powerful man in show business. And now she's, she's down to the big brother house where she proudly announces she's Julie Chen Moonves. She still, you know, wants everyone to know she stands behind Les. Les and is she, telling her, don't, don't mention my name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Like he's probably like, listen, on that show, just be Julie Chen. Okay, you don't have to make any big bold statement. But it's just and I mean, I'm like, Julie Chen should be in the house, not hosting. <laughs> Who the fuck is she? Cuz she's like the superior one. She's like celebrities. <laughs> one of you or two of you will be going home and it's like, "Ooh, Julie Chen, fuck you. Put less in that house." Where's he? I would be I would be irate if I was in the celebrity Big Brother house. I'd be like, "Fuck you, Julie! You get in here with us." <laughs> Who are you kidding? You've you've taken a bigger fall from grace than any of us. Yeah, the why guy, are you the sitting guy, out there? <laughs> the guy on there who I really think is funny is Carson Kressley. He's he's the whole show. <laughs> he's funny, and um, I like him on it. But I feel bad for him. The guy's the guy's a funny, witty guy. It's got to be a better place in show business for him than like getting shit on. And in different contests to see who stays in. Hey, JD, you know the show real well. They get two hundred. The guy, the person who wins gets two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Do they have yes. to give that to a charity or do they get to keep it? I think the celebrity the brother. It is not for charity. They keep that themselves because no one mentioned. I haven't heard a charity mentioned on. Any I just want. Hold on a second. I just want to say JD is going through a transition. He's becoming a woman, and that's his new voice box. <laughs> so it's a little rough right now. Uh, yeah, hold on. Hey, hey, we have an opportunity here. New character, Robo JD. I thought he was in space. Like, uh, you know, that chair behind him looks like a space uh, the chair you'd see on a space shuttle or something. Yeah, I didn't want to say anything. JD's an air traffic controller now. <laughs> I'll be back. Sorry, guys. I didn't know. I can't hear it in my headphones. All right, go get that fixed. Shame on you. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll get to the bet. I wanted to see uh, Richard staring at JD's cock so bad, and of course, the Bengals won. I know. I tuned in at halftime, and I was like, "Ooh, I should text JD and say, take down your pants." And then the second half happened, and it was like, oh, "Pull up your pants," and and I guess we'll see a bonfire. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, I haven't gotten to the part where uh, Richard now has to burn that stupid fucking Kansas City Chiefs hat and jersey, which he's so attached to. Then it turns out during the week, since I'm recapping, during the week, uh, Richard was saying that because we're doing this on the radio, he can't burn the thing in his house. We have to go to a remote location because it's fire hazard and you got to do certain rules. And I was like, oh, shit. So well, I've come up with some rules to 
just spontaneously burning something at your house. Well, if you're on the radio and you burn your house down, somehow <laughs> it's our problem. So anyway, I've come up with some alternate things to do with that. Oh, okay. Fucking Jersey. But we'll do it later in the show. You know what I want him to do? What do you think of this idea? He cuts up his Kansas City Chiefs hat and that jersey. And then the part that says Kansas City Chiefs, underneath he writes sucks. And he has to hang that flag in front of his house. Ah. I think that's even better. I mean, when you think about it, I thought it was a good bet at the very beginning. But once J.D.'s cock was out of it. I wasn't that interested. I was, I was really not yeah. interested. Yeah. I was the same way. I was like watching the game and I go, wait a second. We're not going to see J.D.'s cock. So that means we get to watch Richard burn his hat and his jersey. <laughs> like we were so convinced the Kansas City Chiefs were going to win because the Bengals are losers. Yeah. Who knew that they were this good? I didn't know they had a defense like that. My God. Yeah. Well, I only saw the overtime. Ralph texted me. If he didn't text me, I wouldn't have even known there was a game. Um, I don't give a shit about football. You know, it's a weird thing with football. I was thinking about this. Like a couple of years ago, there was this whole movement where they were really, it was coming out that it turns out a huge percentage of football players have concussions to the yeah. point that by the time they were like in their 40s, they're complete, like they're, they, they, they can't even function. They have like full on Alzheimer's or whatever it is. And so everyone was like up in arms and the ratings started to go down on football. And it looked like like they were going to actually ban football because there's no way around it. Even if you wear a helmet and pads and everything else, you get hit like that. You're, you, you're just your head jars. You know, it's like it's like you're right. fucking it's your rocked brain bouncing around in that bony skull. It's not hitting something. It's already your brain is already hitting the skull. Yeah, and like I remember John Bon Jovi, who's a friend, you know, I, he he was telling me I'm trying to buy the uh, Buffalo Bills, and I go, John, do you really want to own a team? If that comes true, like, do you want to be responsible for like guys who these wonderful, gifted athletes who are so strong and virile and blah 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 blah, and then be responsible for them turning into basically human vegetables? And he was like, No, 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 they're improving, you know, like like you know, everybody, you know. But right. it really we're, we're getting the technology better. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> better no, rules, fine. you know. <laughs> because to me, these owners, these you know, mostly old white men, they all look like, um, like, like almost like, um, like, like they have fiefdoms. Like it's like it's like the old days. Like the they own Roman gladiators and they send them into. Well, they, that's they, what they, always bothered me. That yeah. you know, like you own these players. Yeah. You own them, and then like you're you're feeding them to the lions because like oh look, and you know they used to um, kind of talk about it. Now like if somebody's like unconscious on the field, they're just kind of like okay, well, you know, and then they remove them from the field. And but all there was an article in the New York Times about this. They go, well, what happened to the the, the concussion discussion? It's like how did they? How, you know, you talk about managing a crisis. There's some genius in the NFL who figured out let's get this let's Todd change the topic. So. You know, but I got to tell you, I watched that game, at least the overtime between Kansas City and uh, and the Bengals. Jesus Christ, was it exciting. I mean, it was great. Yes, it was. And, uh, it was great. Not for that me. That second half was one of the best second halves I've ever seen. Oh, yes, it was. No, it wasn't. It sucked. <laughs> yes, the first it half was. was great. No. 
First Richard, what happened to Kansas City? They completely fell apart in the second half. What's your theory? Uh, yeah, I don't. That is the greatest question ever because it seemed to me like there was there's a show called What We Do in the Shadows, and there's an energy vampire in the show that just sucks <laughs> people's energy out. Right, this actor Mark Proch. He's so awesome, but I pictured him going into the locker room and sucking out Mahomes' energy because I don't know what happened at halftime. I think you know a what lot I think was I, leading again, into I, the half. I don't watch football regularly, but it seems to me there's a psychology to football. When you're up by that many points at the half, I think you tend to tighten up that that what happens, and tell me if this is right, now that you have such a commanding lead, you start to take less risk. And then the other team has nothing to lose, and they start playing loose, fun football, and bam, you get your ass whipped. It's almost like bad to be that far ahead because you let your guard down or something what do you think of that theory yeah i agree i think they well going into the half i don't know if you saw it going into the half they had a good chance to score again and that and they screwed it up pretty bad yep and if they would have it was already happening yeah before they went to the locker room i think so i think that did something to them mentally not scoring there because they had a perfect opportunity to kind of put the game away and I maybe think i should do this with their heads maybe i should do this now the bet so we can't burn yeah there's nothing the really way. that we're waiting for it would be a big build-up if jd had lost the bet <laughs> oh god i yeah. was looking so forward to that <laughs> i'm like devastated by this sorry buddy <laughs> That's all right. i'm happy for jd but goddamn, i wanted to see that cop <laughs> <laughs> i know was, i thought it was a lock i did too. I really did. so did i <laughs> that's why i agreed to like burn all my stuff because i didn't think it was gonna happen by the way oh, well. i think jd's disappointed he's not showing you his cock i think oh, he was no, kind of excited about it no it, no i wasn't excited at all i had to mentally i was mentally preparing myself after the fucking chiefs went up 21 to 3 i was like mentally preparing myself that He's going to see my dick. I'm going to have to show my fucking dick. You were already fluffing. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'm going to have to fluff. I'm going to like, am I going to pour it on my computer so I can like, you know, show something? I thought to myself, maybe that's what they used in the locker room for the Chiefs. They said, look, our fan JD is going to have to show his cock if we don't get it together, guys. And we can't have that happening. Because they played well. like. It, it, it was incredible what they did. Yes, it was. The bet spurred instant interest in the sports world. The hosts of Fantasy Dirt on Sirius XM's Fantasy Sports Radio didn't understand Richard's wager. Joe Buck had trouble even saying it out loud on a Sports Illustrated podcast. Here's a couple of this is a little <laughs> montage of everyone discussing the big bet. They've got a very interesting wager that they've Can made. Can you on say the it on Fantasy show. Dirt? If the Bengals win, Richard has to burn his favorite Chiefs jersey and hat. If the Chiefs win, Richard gets to see JD's junk. How is that a win? I have no idea. I don't know how that's a win. I need to, I the vomit that's in my mouth. I'm going to try to swallow it. <laughs> Glad we don't do those kind of bets. All no. right, we're going to take a break. No, no, no. So they made a wager. If the Bengals win, Richard has to burn some old ratty Chiefs hat or jersey or something that he's had for like his whole life. And if the chiefs win then jd has to show his penis to richard christie now that seems like an odd i mean don't shouldn't most bets and equations even out somehow jd versus richard christie 
who do we want to see win this bet? You know, Richard Christie burning an old <laughs> Chiefs hat does not have any appeal to me right. whatsoever. Well, he'd probably cry. I think that's what they're going. He for. is a crier. So I, I, I would default to, uh, to the other side of that yeah. bet. Yeah. Sorry. They, they, they got a point. Joe Buck, right. you saw it before we did that this was not an even bet. <laughs> you want to know what it was? I didn't put any thought into the idea that Richard would lose the bet. I just yeah. wanted that. I wanted Richard seeing JD's cock. Uh, <laughs> that would have been funny today. And uh, so, so, hey, Chris, what's up? What do you want to hey, say? Well, I'm really disappointed. I know I wouldn't have gotten to see JD's cock, but I really wanted to hear Richard describe it because I've always had a theory that JD has a big cock. I can just get that sense from people, you know, as a gay man. And over the weekend, someone actually sent me a Photoshop picture of JD with a huge cock. And it was so erotic. Um, I've actually, I got to be honest with you, JD, like I pleasured myself thinking about that picture. Wow. Um, JD, uh, sex, gay sex night. symbol. Wow. There's something about him. He has a swagger. And I know it's weird because he's a mushmouth on the ear, but off air. He has a swagger, and I'm sure it's because he has a big dick. <laughs> no, he, has, he has he has the same thing. What you're saying as the as uh, Pete from Saturday Night Live. He's got big Pete dick Dave. energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Pete I get the exact yeah. same vibe. No, I get the exact same vibe from Pete. And people people kind of laugh at Pete. Oh, what's so great about him? Pete has a big dick. I just know it. In the same way, I know in my bones, my gay bones, that JD is a big cock. I just I know <laughs> well, it. dick energy. Do you do you do you want to fuck JD? I would <laughs> in my well in the fantasy I because of the way he was sitting in this Photoshop I'd like to blow I'd like to blow him. <laughs> Ooh! Ah, wow! Well, next bet. There next you go. Bet, we got we got a I new mean, bet. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What game I is mean, coming up? Super Bowl. I don't know anything about sports, but if it results in that, I mean, well, I bet you, Howard, I bet you it's thick. That's the thing. I bet you it's thick with a very aggressive looking head. This is my is it, interpretation. Is it, um, it, you know, to me, again, uh, being a gay man that you are, are you saying yeah. that like you can disassociate the whole rest of the person from just a big dick? In other words, uh, to Not me, always. I can't imagine. Yeah. Not always. Sometimes it can be like with JD, it's the thing that puts you over the edge. You know, like if JD had a small cock with everything else going on there, because I'm not usually into like, like, like fat guys. But if, if JD <laughs> had a big cock, yeah. it would, with everything else he's got going on and kind of that attitude I'm talking about, it would put I me see. over the edge where I'd go, yeah, I'd blow him. I would blow him. Wow. Sure. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Let me ask you this. And this is hardcore. Medicated Pete <laughs> has an enormous wiener. No. Would you blow him? No, because the, the 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 personality is so bad, and there's so much strange activity going around the lips and the mouth with the drool and the twitching. It, I yeah. that I could not get beyond. So JD is wow. slightly better than medicated Pete, I would say. <laughs> I'll, I'll say I've seen I've seen medicated Pete's uh, hard penis through underwear, and I am nowhere near that big. I don't think I know. You're being modest. <laughs> Uh, George Takei, everybody. What do you want to say? Oh. Christopher, email that JD Cock Photoshop to Brad. <laughs> <laughs> Howard, 
When I heard J.D. would reveal his penis if the Chiefs won, I became very, very interested in football. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I studied the team rosters, the rules and regulations, and then what happened? The Chiefs lose. I don't even get to hear about J.D.'s penis. This is a travesty. <laughs> <laughs> We're all disappointed, George. You know, George. George wasted all that time learning about football. <laughs> Absolutely. You could have been writing another Broadway play. Uh. I wasted so much time. I wanted to hear every detail. The color, the amount of visible veins, the shape of the head, the curve of the shaft. But no. God damn you, Chiefs. <laughs> well, George, I think we're all disappointed. It would have been funny, but we do have to get to the part where this is weird. I mean, Richard can't burn it. We, technically, we're supposed to burn his Kansas City Chiefs hat and uh, jersey. But because of yeah. the fire marshal laws and he's in his home <laughs> that uh, we have to come up with an alternate punishment. And There's so, a lot of uh, flammable Halloween shit down here, too. Yeah, yeah the house the way, would definitely go if you start a fire down there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> George, but before you go, George, I just wanted to tell everyone, uh, you said to me off the air this morning that um, you suffered greatly when you were young. You were in a Japanese-American inter Japanese internment camp, and you said this was a bigger travesty than that. Uh, not Absolutely. Can you believe there were five seconds left in the first half and the Chiefs could have scored from the Bengals one yard line, but they didn't. Come on. God damn you, Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> Richard, you must be pissed about that. I mean, that's a bad coaching call, right? Uh, Yeah, it was weird. Like, they could have kicked a field goal. And then had three, three more points, which they could have won. But what are you going to do now? But yeah, it was, I thought they would score for sure. They were right there. And that I just deflated them, I think. Mm -hmm. Here, I'll give the recap though. <laughs> so, um, we all know the Bengals came back in the second half to tie the game and they went to overtime. Chiefs got the ball first. But yeah, Mahomes they did really... not win that coin toss, which everybody thinks is, oh, yeah. that's terrible because yep. the other team doesn't have a chance. Well, they didn't win the coin toss. Mahomes threw it. Uh, your, your boyfriend, Mahomes, uh, Richard, threw an interception. Yeah. And the Bagels was, won the game. It was the opposite of how they played the week before when they beat the Bills in overtime. It was like yeah. you were kind of thinking, okay, they're going to do it again. They're going to win in overtime, but nope. Well, <laughs> I've got some interesting tape here. In a repeat performance, <laughs> J JD broke down crying after the Bengals uh, <laughs> kicker would have hit the game-winning field goal. Here is actual tape of JD breaking down, and it's a weird cry. It's a very <laughs> I I I, it's, I think you should transition already. I mean, this is a very strange. <laughs> I I, I I don't okay. Got there we go. Here we go. Come on, Evan. Fucking hell, man. He's got it! <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Fuck! Hold on a second. God 
Oh, fuck. All right, stop recording, man. My nose is I'm snotting up a storm. <laughs> give me a second. Just give me a second, will you? He goes, he knows this show so well. Stop recording me. This snot right, dripping right. out of I, I want to look better. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I bet. I bet I never, oh, oh, my dick is safe. My dick is safe. <laughs> you know, J.D., this is how people sound when they lose their children. That, that kind of grief. Yeah. And, you know, you know. There's Sorry. not even a moment of celebration before he's like a, a mess. Oh, I, almost... I, I I hugged the wall immediately. I just collapsed into the wall and just crying into the wall. <laughs> he almost <laughs> swallowed his tongue. Gee. <laughs> Howard, I cried too. I could almost <laughs> picture JD's dick in my mind during the first half. And then it disappeared. Oh, no, I'll never know. <laughs> I won't even, I, I don't even know if I'll cry that much when COVID is over. I mean, it's just like unbelievable. So JD, oh, by the way, I also heard that uh, during the game, JD punched the wall when the Bengals weren't doing as well. Uh. And his wife is really unhappy about it. Did you actually make a <laughs> hole in the wall? No, no, no. It was just, I'm not that strong. I wouldn't, I, my, my aunt knuckles would be all bloody. Well, no, she was just like, you know. Hey, you know, don't do that. <laughs> I was like, I know, I know. No, I can't. I can't punch them all that hard. <laughs> the crying continued well into the post-game ceremony. <laughs> this is in the, the, <laughs> Listen to this. Icky! Icky Woods! Who day? What happened, like, when Icky Woods, Icky Woods, of course, legendary Bengals player known for the Icky Shuffle, that uh, end zone <laughs> dance. But when you saw Icky, did it just tear you up? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, he was he was there for the last time the Bengals went to the Super Bowl. And, uh, yeah. Fuck. Thank you, Bengals. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, fans, for your support, supporting the Bengals. They, they are my team. They're the team I root for. I'm so fucking happy right now. Wow. JD uh, called his dad after the game. Um, like Richard and, you know, like. The, the, was his dad a mess too? <laughs> not, not, yeah. not as much as me. I, well, I think we both tried it. We both kept it together for the phone call, but. Meanwhile, Good. you still can't say the name of your team. Thank you, Bengals fans. Thank you, Bengals. Hey, sorry. Sorry the Bengals are in the Super Bowl, buddy. <laughs> Richard, teach him how to say it. Bengals. Bingo. It's an E, not an A. Yeah, right, George. Uh, George, you know how to... What is the proper pronunciation, George? Bengals. <laughs> Bengals. <laughs> hey, uh, Richard. Yeah. We could have been singing the Chiefs theme song, you know? But but now we can't. No. Hey, I got so angry, I snapped my katana from the original <laughs> production of Allegiance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Icky. And I, I hate Mahomes more than Shatner. <laughs> Come on, they'll well, be back next year, George. But I was actually sort of taken aback by JD's emotional response. This is a guy I would walk by him in the morning. I could barely get a good morning. I mean, it was just like a grunt. <laughs> a he hardly reacts to anything, right? He, he's is. not a very emotional guy. Well, that's why we all think he has a huge 
dung because he acts like a caveman. <laughs> he just grunts. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I recorded like J.D. grunts and moans and makes other noises. They're like because we taped him during the whole game. This is, is like during a, the game. During the game, he's like a fucking caveman. Let's <sighs> Tourette's or something. Ah. Ah. <laughs> roller coaster. Like Brad and I on the wrist. That's like he's hunting for truffles. Right. I think That's JD a very turned weird into snort. a Bengal. What was that, George? Yes. I think JD turned into a Bengal, a real cat. <laughs> <laughs> I picture him making cave paintings in his house and stuff. <laughs> Sounded like a buffalo giving birth. <laughs> anyway, um, JD called his dad for a very emotional conversation. Here we go. Giving you all the action. <laughs> Icky Woods! Icky Woods! Hey, we did it. Uh, holy shit! <laughs> fucking hell we go. Oh my god. I can't believe it came back in the second half. Oh my god, it was looking so bad. <laughs> and then two, two third, when they sacked Mahomes of two third downs, that, I was like fucking hell. Oh my god. I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I about beat the shit out of my chair here. <laughs> Me too. I about the uh, I was hitting the wall and uh, my wife kept yelling at me. So, <laughs> yep. oh, that's great, man. Shit, I'll let. I I I don't know what, huh? Do you remember when it was in the Super Bowl? Yes, of course, I remember. I did you ever think you'd hear like when you met JD for the first time, Rob? Did you ever think you'd hear him say, "Gee, um, I hit the wall, my." My wife yelled at me. Like, like no, it's unbelievable. never. That is a yeah. sentence that was never going to be said. That's so fucking weird. my wrestling mat. It's weird. <laughs> anyway, so they had a whole conversation, and then Richard and his dad had the opposite conversation. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It's uh, sad. Oh, Richard, this is your dad. What in the hell happened that second half? With the Chiefs. Hell, I don't know. God damn. Not scoring nothing in the second half. God damn. I don't know. Looks like you ain't going to get to look at a dick, doesn't it? You're going to have to burn your burn your stuff. Damn, I figured you'd be looking at a dick. I sure thought they'd win. God damn it. Hell of a deal. Hell of a deal. Talk to you later, bub. Sorry about having to burn your stuff. Damn. <laughs> We'll talk to you later. Bye. You said it was hard for you to listen back to your dad's message. You got emotional, yeah. right, Richard? Yeah. yeah, because, like, I've worn this, especially the hat I've had forever. I've worn, you know, I took my parents to see a Chiefs game on Christmas night uh, six years ago, and I wore this hat. I've worn this hat, like, you know, for every Chiefs game and watching with my dad, and it's 
It bums me out. Yeah, not anymore, buddy. Sorry. Oh. Did your dad <laughs> ever Evil mind? bastard. <laughs> but What's did your Rob? dad, J.D., say, thank God you don't have to show your dick? Or did we, he not talk about we it did, at all? We didn't talk about it at all. That was a more like a... Uh, uh, speak no evil sort of situation. Wait, uh, does that break the rules, Howard? Do we, Can we do this again? Well, <laughs> well li listen. First of all, I got to say, Richard's father continues to amaze me. Like, he's supportive yeah. of Richard. No he's you. like, gee, I thought you'd be seeing some dick. Yeah. You know, like, like, like what a nice guy. Like, like if I made a bet like that, my father would be like, you moron. You, you want to see a penis? You should win some money or something that would benefit your family. Yeah. <laughs> True empathetic wow. father. Yeah, he's always been yeah. supportive of all the crazy shit that we do on here. He loves. I it. thought I thought you'd be seeing some dick, but not now. <laughs> Sorry, you have to talk burn to your you. stuff. <laughs> yeah, talk to you later, bub. <laughs> Fuck. Um. But one other thing, did you do you curse around your father the way JD curses around his father? I don't know. I'm a little uh, envious. Of, I'm I'm a little envious of both these guys, honestly. Yeah. Because uh, you know, my dad and I don't pal around at all. At least like, like I wouldn't even think to call my father after watching some sporting event. Like, first of all, we never shared that. Second of all, he he never would even get on and go, you know, hey, yeah, I watched the game. I mean, he. I mean, I, I'm envious. I have father envy. I I I rarely curse around my dad. I was uh, I was full of emotion and also. Uh, I had some drinks in me, so I was I was letting anything flow. Uh, but it was but just no, like I, a very friendly camarad camaraderie kind of interchange, like two yeah. guys, not just a not a father and son, but two guys who who share this love, this passion. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Anyway, that was the big game, and now we got the Richard bet. <laughs> and we're stuck and, with the Richard bet. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird, but um, Richard, you do this hat and the jersey mean something to you? Oh, they mean a ton to me. My wife bought me this jersey. It's a Chris Jones jersey. She bought it for me when he was drafted in 2016 because she knew I loved this video of him at the NFL Combine where his wiener falls out <laughs> while he's doing the 40-yard dash. So. You know, she kind of as a joke, but they ended up becoming like my one of my favorite Chiefs players, and the hat I've had since probably late nineties. I think my dad got it for me. Hey, by the so. way, JD, during the game, wasn't uh, Rappaport calling you and and taunting you? He loves oh my to God. fuck with you. Oh my god! So I was getting, you know, in the first half, I was just like, I was, I was beside myself. The the Bengals weren't hardly doing anything, and I kept, you know, looking at Twitter and and you know, just getting messages like, "Well, get ready to show your dick. Uh, start fluffing up. You're gonna be showing your dick anytime now." And then <laughs> and then I get a fucking a Rappaport sends me a voice text, just like it's very creepy and just like, ugh. They yes, lost. He was okay. They fucking lost. You asshole, you, and it's not, I have nothing against the Bengals or Ohio or any of that stuff. I'm just glad they're fucking Bengals lost. Now you got to show off your scared, shivering little dick. And Richard's going to be laughing and giggling and enjoying himself. And, and the big question everybody wants to know, are you going to be wearing your glasses when he's staring at your scared, scared little dick? What is it? Your glasses going to be fogged up. Are you going to be giggling, you kook? Good, good. The Bengals <laughs> suck, and now you got to show off your little prick. 
You little prick. You get the pun? Oh, fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> How does he get a hold of you? That's a big TV star saying that. Yeah, I, he could just text me, and then I, I, I had to listen to that. Well, anyway, Did he Richard's... call later when you won? Oh, no, he didn't call. He texted. He goes, yeah, now that dope has to burn his stuff. <laughs> dope. Hey. Whatever he said. Oh, I was getting text messages during the first half that were kind of like upsetting me. People saying, oh, look, Chiefs are going to blow them out. And I'm like, come on, it's early. Don't ever get that confident early. I was like. Not digging the text to congratulate. That's what happened. Mahomes got confident. Not confident, but he tightened up. Howard, Howard, the Bengals and Chiefs faced each other like two or three weeks before that. First half, the Chiefs were up 11 points, same as the second game. Bengals came back the first game, and they came back the second game, too. I didn't think think there was going to be any way they'd do it twice. Yeah, weren't they supposed to (laughs) figure out how that happened the first time? Yeah. They well, have. <laughs> uh, John Blip was there watching and observing JD. That's how we have all the tape oh, of JD boy. crying and everything. And um, he said uh, JD lost all hope in the first half, oh. and it was sad to watch. He said it was like it was brutal. I mean, JD really takes that shit hard. I, what, hey, JD, quiet. what are you sitting in? What is that chair? Is that some kind of gaming chair or something you have this, behind you? Yeah, this yeah. is a, this is a gaming chair that I got. It was a little more. The other chair that I had was leaning over to the side, so. <laughs> what what, what do you mean in gaming? Like, what does that do? I'm out of that shit. What do, what do you, you do need a special chair? chair for gaming? No, it's just like a. It's supposed to be like a com- more comfortable type chair or a chair that you know people can sit in and stuff. Why? Because you're sitting in for hours playing games. No, oh, well, not here. I'm in front of a computer and work. All my, I said I have a rocking chair that I sit in in the living room. So <laughs> it looks but, like a chair uh, that uh, William Shatner would sit in. <laughs> it does. It does. Yeah. Chair, yeah. yeah. It's a. It looks like a chair built for jacking off for nerds. Like you play your games, and and it's got a nice little way to rest your elbows while you play with your dick. Yeah, it's, it's like vinyl, yeah. so you can wash the jizz right off of it. Would you have like, Richard, the the hat and the jersey you're gonna you know destroy? Would, is that smelly shirt and that hat something you would have passed down to your sons? Absolutely, it absolutely yeah. is. Which I've had pictures of my son wearing this hat, and it's. Freaking bums me out thinking I got to destroy it. I yeah, I was totally was going to pass this down to him. Don't you think it'd be funny if you had to beg JD to please let you out of the bet? I just, I mean, not that he will, but it would be really nice of you. To you know what try. would be great if is you want if, me to, I will. if the only way he could get out of this is if JD showed him his dick. <laughs> JD, what? like you could save uh, the Winter him, Olympics JD. have started. Uh, not saving nothing. No, no. There's another <laughs> chance for a bet. <laughs> There's no bet. Uh, I, I, I took the risk once, and I'm, I'm not dealing with it again. Uh, no, my, I'm keeping I my pants you're a big fan of the luge. Care to make another cock <laughs> wager? Winter Olympics, yeah. <laughs> no, that's all right. J- no, thank you. JD's chair has bangle stripes. I think that's why he got it. No, it's not. It's, uh, it's actually red. Oh, is that? It looks kind of like yeah. the Bengals uniform. It does. All right. Yeah. He's got all that orange on it. Almost it does, looks yeah, like it matches. Yeah. Whose jersey it. is that, JD? What player? So this is from. So you can get custom made jerseys. I got this like year, a, a few years ago. And it's of the old kicker, Jim Breach. I don't know if you can see. Mm. It was a kicker that uh, was the kicker. Uh, he's an all time scoring leader of the Bengals. Was so. he the kicker? 
He, he was the kicker. Was the then. kicker the kicker? All right. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. He was the kicker that was the kicker. Yeah. <laughs> well, Richard, I'm sorry you uh, can't give your sons that disgusting hat now. I mean, it's Thank a horrible, you, horrible. Fate, I might have. I might have washed it before I passed it down to them, but I haven't washed it yet. So now that we can't burn it, we came up with alternate things to do with it. And uh, one guy said, one of the guy, guys here said, you know what? Make Richard piss all over that hat and shirt. <laughs> oh. And then we said, no, but then we said, no, because Richard would wear it anyway if he pissed Yeah, off. that doesn't yeah, bother me that much. <laughs> piss on the floor. He had piss all over his basement floor there. Yeah. I probably have pissed on this shirt and hat by accident. <laughs> when I was wasted. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 what happened to John Blit? He was going to tell us about watching JD. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to ask JD, what were you drinking? Like some fancy champagne? Well, so, well, yeah, if start off as wine in, in the first half. And then, uh, and then the, like at halftime, we were like, I'm getting the Stein. He brought over champagne. I said, put champagne in that Stein right now because <laughs> back at the, uh, against the Titans, that's what I was drinking. I was drinking champagne at that Stein. And you we saw what happened. I think you're a weirdo because, <laughs> like, what dude sits and drinks wine? Like, like you drink wine with a meal or, like, maybe before dinner. Yeah. But, like, to just sit and drink wine, I mean, I, the champagne I, I kind of get. How, this is, this is, I, I. Well, I, he had pizza and meatballs and yes. squid. Oh, he was and, you know, eating. Yeah. Okay. He was eating, oh. yes. Yeah, but no, actually, usually he does eat. This time he was very nervous about this game. Yeah, I had one like yeah. one piece of pizza. He was very intense. It was like throughout the game it was like watching a bear eat salmon in the wild. You don't want to move. <laughs> you just need right. to observe and not get in the way. You're afraid yeah. he'd bite you. <laughs> I don't want to see him angry because I've seen him get excited and happy. But the angry side I wouldn't want to see, especially yeah. seeing that wall punch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um Hey, by the way, J.D., now that you moved your head, I can see the chair that you have, the special chair, says GTR. Isn't that a racing chair like GTR? That's what they are all on these all these gaming chairs, so I don't know what the, it's not. What do you know. have to do with racing? I mean, it's I've, weird. <laughs> I don't know. You know. Maybe he's playing racing video games. No. I, Maybe well, he is. Well, <laughs> anyway, so here's a couple ideas, and I'll tell you the one I like. All right. So Richard is prepared to methodically cut up his beloved hat and jersey with fabric shears and then pour Bengals orange or Bengals orange paint over the pieces to destroy them forever, which is okay. I like that. But I was thinking, I think you should have to either cut your jersey and hat up and then use the remnants as toilet paper for two weeks. <laughs> what? That's a, uh, yeah, yeah. If you want like, that, so, Howard, I'm here. I'm a team player. Whatever you need. Right. That's one option. And, you know, we're just trying to decide here since we can't burn it. Uh, I like also cutting that up. And like you see the Kansas City logo putting like taking that, making a flag and put under the Kansas City logo. Kansas City sucks. And then like hanging that outside his house as a, <laughs> like, like almost as a giant sign, uh, which would be really good. Making his um, Twitter profile picture. See, yeah, I like, like the me. flag idea. Yeah, and like put it in his front yard, not the backyard. Like, you know, <laughs> right? Kansas no, it's got to be sucked. on a pole, and everybody who walks by his house can see it. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was another idea that he cuts it up. Then we take the rags to one of those Times Square jerk off booths because there's still a few left, and uh, oh, people can oh. come on them. But um, I, I don't should know. send That's it to involved. Sal. Sal could come on it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Sal would come on it. Scatter it. 
in the rambles. Well, you know, <laughs> what was that, George? <laughs> scatter, scatter them uh, across the ramble. <laughs> the guys will come on it. Um, well, you know, you could combine a couple of these things. You could. I well, mean, anyway, why is, don't you? Sorry, Howard. The thing is, none of this is as good as looking at JD's dick. Unfortunately, I know. Uh, I almost don't me. care. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, <come> on. <laughs> what if we yeah. film JD coming on Richard's hat and stuff? Uh, no, nah, I'm not coming on his. <laughs> yeah, then we'll see <laughs> his dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's not happening. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> we could do it on Zoom, or I'll come out there into your house and film you. While you you're come, no, I'll no, be he, referee. <laughs> George knows all about football now. Richard could come on his own jersey and hat. I mean, I like the idea with the flag. So let's. What are you going to do? You're going to cut up your hat and your. What do you have there to do, actually do the damage to this? Uh... Oh, good! An electric <laughs> scissor, <laughs> electric right. fabric shears. I got. What do you want him to you... start with? You want him to start with the jersey? Yeah, I think the jersey's fine. And if you care, Howard, I have another camera angle so you can get a a good look at it. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, yeah. Richard. Here we go. Much rather see you looking at JD's cock. That was the fun part, but right, oh, JD didn't have any oh. extra camera angle. <laughs> couldn't we just uh, couldn't we just use JD's big beautiful cock to destroy the jersey? Win win. Well, there's one other option that Sal is offering. Sal, What's go ahead. That? Tell tell us what you're offering. What I'm offering, Howard, is I am willing. To jerk off in JD's hat over the course of a week. No, Richard's, Richard's hat. hat. <laughs> Richard's hat. What the fuck is wrong with you? So pay attention, I'm, you dummy. <laughs> just those brains. I'm willing, to, I'm willing to jerk off inside Richard's hat over the course of a week every day. I'll mail it back to Richard, and then he has to wear the hat for an entire show. Oh, my God. I'll do like that. that. I, lo- I like and that. Hey, He'll do that. You'll know, keep funny. the hat after that. I get to yeah. keep the hat after that. That's why I let JD that. decide. It's it's JD's bet. So JD, what do you want to do? I like That's pretty funny. I, I like long, Sal coming in the hat. I do too, but he'd have to get come all over the Chiefs logo because uh, otherwise, otherwise it's you know not inside like the the brim. You know, maybe a little on the brim. You know, on his forehead. JD, I'll over, cover it completely. I'll do I'll do the logo. I'll do the brim. <laughs> I'll do the inside. It's gonna be stuck to his head permanently when I mail it back to him. Dude, but uh, wait well, a second, I, Sal. I'm a little confused. Okay. JD want like like JD thinks you're Picasso. Like you're gonna come a little bit on the Chiefs logo, then you're gonna flip well, it around and come it, inside the hat. I mean, no, how no. long can you come if, for? If I it's mean. over a week, if it's over a week, yeah, how many he's times gonna is he come gonna every day? He'll come multiple times, and he'll yes. get a little load yeah. here, so, and a load so, there. <laughs> how many times a day? Let me let me make sure you're getting your money's worth, JD. <sighs> Sal, how many times a day can you drop a good healthy load? The first load would be very, very good. The second load, not as good, but I could go for two a day. I could do one in the afternoon that will be thick, like, 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 like rice pudding. Right. And, and the second one would be like, uh, good. It'll be good. Not as thick right. as the first, but uh, the, the uh, first load will go over the Chiefs logo. JD, you won't see anything. It'll look like somebody threw a donut at that. <laughs> logo. Will you be, will Sal, will you be able to, replenish after let's say one day and then have another thick load in the afternoon because you know you yes. want this thing really you know i want to make sure jd yeah. gets his you want worth. the yeah. hat to be completely saturated uh, that's right <laughs> this, good for you Howard, let's right. put it this way i'll make sure there's a good eight hour gap in between loads so it's really <laughs> thick and creamy <laughs> all right howard can i ask a question 
Sure. Can, can we do this to the jersey too? No, no. Were jersey's the jersey. getting what, cut off. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, jersey's done. I mean, Sal's Sal on a horse. Sal could get some of his buddies involved, you know? Invite a few oh, friends over it. for the jersey. Howard, now, I have another thought, J.D., to make sure that this is worth your, you know, because you put a lot on the line. Um, <laughs> after Sal's done with the hat, we could mail it to another staff member. And for a oh. solid month, will you, Gary, would you be involved in this? I was just called to contribute. I think it would be the, oh. it was the funniest oh. idea in the world. You oh, know, my God. Just give me, Gary, just give me tongs. Wow. Just give me tongs, right? Right, so right. I can handle the hat, and then I'll put it back in the bag, and I'll mail it to, say, um, Sal, and then Sal can mail it to JD, and JD can mail it to Jason. Jason no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to touch that hat. It's like musical chairs, but with loads. Yeah. Would so you for be a the month, first one, JD, could they mail it to you potato. first? No, I don't want it. I don't want. The, I don't want anything to do with the use that. This is everyone else's deal. All right, so here's it. what we're going to do. Now. We're going to cut up. There's two. There's two parts to the bed now. Maybe it's a blessing that we couldn't start a fire in Richard's house. Um, although I've seen the condition of the bathrooms, they should burn yeah. that thing down. But here we go. Yeah, but uh, but I'm glad we want to be safe. We don't want to see anybody's house burned down. So here's what's going to happen, Richard. Now you're okay. going to take your beloved Chiefs jersey. Which who bought that for you? Your wife? My wife. Yeah, your wife. I'm so sorry. And we're going to watch you. you cut it up now. After that. You're going to take the hat. You're going to mail it to Sal. Sal, for exactly one week, will come on the logo and then on the inside where you'll be, uh, you know, forced to wear it. On my head, but then yeah. it, after a week, it'll be mailed to Gary's house. Gary will take it and come everywhere <laughs> Sal did and then some. Who wants to go third? Is there a member of the staff that oh, wants to? Can we stop it at two? Like please, a staff Sal? circle jerk. About, well, well, you said a must. Yeah, Richard? Yeah, Richard, what's 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 the Sorry. difference? Um, it's um, gonna stink too. Now, Good. We have because uh, uh, the uh, Chris, stink. Hey. Chris Wilding said he would come on your hat. Yeah, uh, I'm upset. By the way, the I, I want to watch thing. these. I want I want to watch these sports shows that describe what happened with the bag. <laughs> Joe Buck, I'll talk about this. Robin, you're good at this. Uh, Jason, Chris, and Benji said they'd contribute to the hat after Gary. Wow. So uh, I think Benji's coming would be disgusting on there. I can't even imagine what comes out of him. I don't. I but, don't uh, want it after Benji. I want to do it before Benji. Yeah, please. you better oh, Benji get up could... in that line. Get your placement uh, fixed. Well, well, well yeah. Benji could go last. Uh, okay. And no offense to Jason. Jason's kind of an unhealthy guy, although he's getting healthier now that he lost weight. And I can't see him getting a big thick load on that hat. I, I see Let's It'll, let Jason yeah. participate. Aww. Hardly does he ever get to participate. <laughs> Do you have a decent load in you, Jason? Uh, I mean, I like to think I have a decent load in me, but, you know, now that it's being passed around, I just like to make a contribution, big, small, otherwise, to, to right, come covering right. the hat. Like, you know? Tithing. Yeah. yeah. Well, Chris, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yes, George. I would personally like to be the delivery boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ring, ring, ring. Big package waiting for a contribution. <laughs> Just sign right here on the dotted chief's line. <laughs> so, Chris, I yeah. you've described your load as a tremendous load. Am I correct? Have I? Well, that's the thing. I want at least a week's notice so I can save up because I usually do it every night. I would save up so I get a good load. <laughs> All, All right. right. So here's the order. It's thick. Uh, it's going to go to Sal. Sal's going to come on um, Richard's uh, hat for a week. He's going to specifically come on the logo and on the inside of the hat. 
Um, then it's going to go to Gary's house. Gary will spend a week with the Chiefs uh, hat, the sacred <laughs> Chiefs hat that his father, and they go to all the games and everything. <laughs> Gary will come. Gary will have a nice week to fuck that hat and really do it well. And then once that's covered in thick load, it'll go to um, let, let, let's send it over to um, uh, Chris. Uh, Chris, you can come on it for a week. Then we'll send it over to Benji, and and I don't want to leave Jason out of this. Uh, Benji can then get it over to Jason's, where Jason can uh, de- spend a few days with it. What about then Richie, safe keeping Benji in the mix? Will we ever get the hat back? Benji, if I put you into this bit, are you going <laughs> to fuck up? I, I mean, if I swear to you. What, uh, does Robin I, think I'm going to make the hat my girlfriend or something? <laughs> no, it's just that you're so... You never... Get anything right or complete? No, I could head. just see like uh, I did. I, I, what happened was I moved and uh, and then we and didn't get dog, it. And then my dog ate it. The post office closed at five. I came I'll on the wrong you, hat. But I'm telling you, you're fired if you lose the hat because this is I, this is an all time classic. I understand, and I, I'm don't. proud to be part of it. It's could be for in part of Richard's like legacy forever. So yes, yes, and so this don't thing, break the chain. Right. If we do this we'll right, not. don't break the daisy chain. And then you got to get it to Jason. And that thing is going to smell like a dead body. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. You know, it's such a disgrace to have the Chiefs, like, literally fucked and, and come on. But the, the the joy will be watching Richard wear it. Now, Richard, on your honor, you are not allowed to wash this thing. I wouldn't. No, he's going to unbox it uh, on the air. Should yeah, unbox. right. Right. And I guarantee nothing, I'm going to vomit. But nothing between you and your head and that hat. That's okay. right. I'll do All it. Right. Hey, and I have Beetlejuice's sure underwear on my head. And Richard, you <laughs> no. have to call your father and tell him what's going on. <laughs> okay. Right. With and the hat it. on your head. Okay. You got to oh, call your father that? tonight and tell him <laughs> the names of all the guys who are going to come on that hat. <laughs> Howard, yeah, that, what about? Don't you think Ronnie would want to get involved with something like this? Don't you think Ronnie's shooting dust at this point? I don't know. <laughs> That's a good point. What about Ronnie, celebrity? Ronnie, about- do you want to come on the hat? Well, Ronnie's all the way in Vegas. You really want to send the hat to Vegas? God forbid it gets lost. This is so yeah. great. Yeah, we're, you know, everyone's on the East Coast pretty That's much. Right. I'll bow out on it. Yeah. <laughs> when do Brad by the and time I it get it? By the time it gets to me, it'll be like a big thing of crust. <laughs> Howard, are you, freaked out, are, are you freaked out by, like, how into this Richard is? It's kind of, like, not as fun. Like, Richard, why would you do this? Because the hat will not be totally destroyed. Oh, yeah, but oh, it's, no, it's destroyed. <laughs> it'll yeah, be better. Done. He'll be able to wash it and be able to wear it yeah. after that. Yeah, Howard, you is can it, never is wash that okay? It no, but is it okay after this bit, like, say, two years from now? Can I wash it? Can never be washed. Ugh. Well, why would you ask that? Ben, you know what, Richard? Here's the thing. That here's, here's, the, here's the blessing and the curse. The reason you, I'm not allowing you to wash it is because it would have been burned to the ground, and you never would have had that at. Yeah, you are getting true. the good news is you're getting the hat back. The bad news is yeah. it, it's always going to have a fresh, big fucking load on it. You know, and it's, imagine no. if I, imagine I go to Arrowhead next season to a game and I'm wearing this hat. Oh, like, yeah. Are they going to let I, me? I, in? I feel mm. for the people sitting next. Come to you. on, Chiefs! <laughs> <laughs> it's great too. Richard doesn't have any hair. There's just no barrier. Yeah. The comes just going to yeah. sit right. right on that the top oh. of his dome. Hey, Richard! I mean, like if I had to wear a cum-filled hat. 
<laughs> I would be so skeeved out, and especially being bald. Richard's like got nothing. Yeah. There is no barrier, Jason. You're right. Here's Plus, my fear. that hat is going to be like a helmet by the time. <laughs> I want to say something. Yeah. You know, and, and COVID For the be mentally damned. challenged, Robin. <laughs> but COVID be man. By the way, imagine. If suddenly Richard's hair grew back, it turns out that combination, like a Spider-Man movie, like a Spider-Man movie, suddenly Richard gets powers because there's so much come and, and it's the mixture of the come. It's the yes. it's all of the guys together. It's a cocktail, some, if you will. It's an elixir combined. That, it grows hair. <laughs> then we all start um, a business. You should, put, you should put it in a shadow box and make him hanging in his living room. <laughs> oh, uh, Joe Burrow from the Bengals is on the air. He wants to say something. Go ahead, Joe. Yes, Joe. Hey, Howard. On behalf of the Cincinnati Bengals, I'd be more than honored to drop my warm, mucusy load all over Richard's hat. Wow. Thank you, Joe. Joe Burrow wants to get in on it. Thank you, Joe. Howard, Ronnie's, Ronnie's idea is a, is a good one. You know, uh, you got to put it in shadow backs, put it in the living room. Because, you know, when Bub gets a little older and all his friends come over, oh. they'll be like, what's that oh. hat? It's like, oh, oh, my da- oh, my dad's friends came on it. My dad's <laughs> Well, here's Mike who says um, he has an idea for the hat. Yes, Mike. Hey, Howard, I think what they should do is put the hat in a Tupperware dish. This way it never dries out. Oh, that's a good idea. You got to burp the lid, Yeah, yeah. You know, Mike is right, everybody. Um, Tupperware. I use a lot of Tupperware, and but you got to know to burp the lid. You guys know that. That's right. You got to make that seal perfect. You got to make that seal, and uh, and yes, it will keep that load uh, moist, which I think is good. Burp with vomit. (laughs) Thank you, Mike. Okay. Very good. Oh, Richard, right. if you vomit, you have to vomit in the hat. I do? <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> uh, yeah. That's right, Richard. Okay. Good idea, Robin. <laughs> so, so here's my fear. With the current situation in our country um, and the current post office delays, I'm very <laughs> nervous about the hat, especially when it goes to Benji getting lost or something weird happening to it. So... I think we should really have this courier delivered in a, you know, you know what I mean? We got to treat this. This is important. Right. Like, this is a big deal. Is, yeah, is, like the uh, Super Bowl trophy. The way we should go. Mm. But a, in a suitcase, like handcuffed to yourself. Like the Olympic <laughs> torch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah remember special, like, the uh, messenger service that only deals with this kind of thing. Come yeah, clear, what if you will. Service is that? <laughs> remember the Blues Brothers? They had that briefcase they'd unlock on stage with the harmonica in it. I'm thinking yeah. like one of those kind of deals. But anyway, do they have like a humidor or something we could put the hat in so that that would really keep it fresh? I'm sure they're backing enough humidors. Oh, wait a second. It's perfect. I got it. It's the same thing like, you know, when they deliver like a heart, I think it's in dry ice. Oh, yeah. It'll flash freeze it. Then when the, you take the dry ice, it'll all be moist and regular. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, uh. All right. Yeah. Well, we got to so have treat- a, a special piece of uh, plastic, you know, like a baggie, <laughs> so it's not right on the ice. You so need treat- like a cooler for like an organ, like when they okay. do organ right. transplants. So we're going to treat it. the hat. We're going to treat the hat like a, a heart for a heart donor. Okay. Right. Howard, right. Like <laughs> Howard yes. you know what? I uh, to make sure that everyone gets the hat. 
I'll yes, rent a car and I will deliver the hat. I'll bring the Good. hat from place to Yay, place and I'll John. bring it back to Richard. Or, or come courier. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be the it should be very. E- it should be very easy to finish knowing Boyd is outside my house in a car waiting for the hat. <laughs> every week. That's called every a, uh, a come a year. Come here. Yeah. Like Uber Eats for jizz. You have like a mobile, but like in the shape of a sperm. Howard, yeah. we yeah. have the technology. We should attach a camera onto that hat. Mm. <laughs> I would well, very much like to review that. Yeah, too. are people going to film or take pictures to prove that it's not soap and that it's like Gary? Oh, don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. Sal, for yeah, sure, is coming on yeah. that hat. Are you I crazy? Know, I think but the Gary, smell... Gary, I want to see proof that you are really coming. And don't worry about it, Richard. You just stick that thing on, on your head. We're, we don't <laughs> worry about proof. How in fact, in fact, I'm not even jerking off until the hat arrives. I'm saving every ounce Same. of in my balls. We all and could you add some of that cheese? Don't don't disturb the oh, cheese. Yeah. <laughs> and Robin, if, I, if I have a wet fart, I'm going to press that hat up against my ass and blow one in there, too. Uh, I'm going to add some pre-cum before I come to the hat. What do you ooh. think about that? That's very nice of you. John, how soon are you going to get the, pick up the hat from Richard and get it to Sal's house so Sal can prepare? Whenever he's done. I'm like, I'm ready. I'm available. I'm on call 24 seven. The second that hat is fresh and filled with Sal's beautiful <laughs> loads, I will. And I, I also, guess what I'm asking, John, is yeah. I, we need to get the hat from Richard's house. Are you going to go right. today? I'll go today. Sure. Okay. Yeah, not a problem. But you know what I'd like to uh, offer as a suggestion? It, it, like, if when I pick up the hat, it could be right after the guys jerk off, so I get to see that glow on their face. That would Absolutely. Be... Absolutely. You'll have well, to move at warp 10. All right, Richard, I just need, I need, your, I need your address, Richard. I'll get so you I'll my get address, that John. Yeah. So Thank in you. my Thank observation, you. because that's what I do for a living, I observe. To me, the best moment of all this, and I've been listening to this conversation, the only time Richard got concerned, mind you, is as soon as he was worried there was soap on his hat. He was really <laughs> I know. He Don't wanted it authentic, it. yes. I think he said, uh, I want to know that there's no soap on that hat. Just come. <laughs> no hijinks from Gary. I want it to be come. Because of you, because of you, Richard, the Kansas, City's chief, the Kansas City Chiefs will receive their greatest disgrace. <laughs> Their logo will be covered in jism, and you will wear it. And your children and will know it. this is perfectly appropriate uh, for the way they played that second half. That's right. Uh, it's going to stink up the house. <laughs> All right, Richard, take take your jersey now and okay. shear it. Uh-huh. I never want to see, and, and uh, take that thing and cut it up. I'm so sorry. Uh, fuck, I hate this, Howard. Here, I'll show you my Chris Jones name on the back. It's got an authentic, like, seal of a... Uh, I'll get the cutting already. Yeah. Okay. Chris Jones is glad you're cutting it up after what you're doing next. <laughs> Shut up, Sal. <laughs> Come on, jizz boy. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. That thing's really going through that jersey. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, I hate this. J.D., you asshole. Dude, I didn't do it. You started it. Well, you could have stopped. Keep this. cutting. Keep cutting. Less, you know, less talking, more cutting. <laughs> oh, wow. Jesus. Oh, wow. This it's thing amazing. cuts right through it. This yeah. thing doesn't fuck around. Don't cut yourself. I know. How are you feeling, Richard, as you're cutting it? And it's already been cut into three pieces. Three huge. I yeah. hate it. I fucking hate this. 
It's brutal, Howard. I hate it. Okay. Uh, well, how did you feel when your wife bought it for you? You were proud. I was proud. It was so nice. And it was like one of those gifts that's not for an occasion. It was a random thing. She just bought me this freaking awesome jersey. And now, now it's, it's gone. gone forever. Now it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> did you tell her you were going to have to do this? <laughs> yeah, she knows. I told Richard, um, I, I should tell my audience it is already, how many pieces you got so far as you continue to Oh, it's to in cut? a ton, like five or six pieces. It's all, all right, laying keep on going. the floor. Keep going. We want to make keep sure going. Never... All right. Just wait till that hat comes back into the house. I can't imagine what. <laughs> yeah, you should Christy's give us one of those as, as a jizz rag. That'd be perfect. <laughs> I can give yeah, send us this too. You send us the pieces because the guys are going to need to wipe their dicks with something after they come on the hat. <laughs> if that's what you want, Howard, I'll do it. That's what I want. Make sure John okay. Blitt gets the uh, rags. Oh, this and is if... horrible. I hate this, Howard. Oh. I hate this. Keep going. Keep going. Okay. Richard wears that all the time, too, to every meeting. Oh, yeah. I do. And oh, I wore I remember this to... when he used to go to the bar to, John Brown to Smokehouse. watch the... Yeah. The game he wears that to, in that jersey. He wears that to every fantasy football uh, draft. Yeah, a lot of memories yeah. on that shirt, huh, Richard? Oh my God, there's so many beer stains, and I know exactly what game the beer stain is from. <laughs> it's in tatters now, Howard. It, this is horrible. Wow, wow. Oh, that piece is too big. Cut that. Great. That would yeah. uh, take that one big piece. <laughs> And Richard was going to sew that back together like Frankenstein's monster. Exactly. Oh, Bill cut Robin that fucking it. cut it up. Keep going. That's uh, right. I don't want any number to be able to be seen. Oh, By God. the way, when yeah, I that? sent you to Richard, when I sent you to the Super Bowl, isn't that the shirt you wore? Uh, this and a Travis Kelsey jersey. But yeah, I wore this as well to the Super Bowl. Wow. And that hat, that hat was there the whole weekend. <laughs> and now well, it'll be here again, for the weekend. <laughs> now it'll be at every guy's house at the weekend. <laughs> All right, this is like All the right. last little tag. Go ahead. Go it. There it is. Beautiful. JD, how do you like that? I love it. I love it. It's, uh, you know, it's great. All right. Sorry, buddy. Shit. JD, you are evil to Throw it in the trash. Get rid of it. No. Those are the cum rags. Oh, that's right. <laughs> the cum rags. That's a cum rag. They're still too big. He's trying to get that shirt back together. No, yeah, I'm cut not, that thing. Robin. You cut okay. that thing in half. What's the matter with you? All right. We need a lot of cum rags. <laughs> so, which one are you going to use for a cum rag? The one with the, the number well, on it? Or? You know, it's funny you should ask. I'm looking at the white patch to wipe my ass on. <laughs> that long oh, white. Jesus Christ. Don't, I Sal, mean, I'm fine use... with cum, but shit, shit I have a problem with. You see that oh. nice white patch right there, Howard? I'm going yeah. to clean my cock off on the left of it on the red <laughs> side, and then I'm going to wipe my ass on the white, on the white side. <laughs> Sal, because you're uh, uncircumcised, will you use that rag to wipe your cheese with so you can clean out? <laughs> Absolutely. I am not washing my yeah. cock until the hat arrives, and I am not jerking off. I'm yeah, get, yeah, get load <laughs> cheese the works. Yeah, get I that hope you get a yeast infection from my jersey. I hope so, too. <laughs> you probably will. Get that cheese on the logo, You're too. You're going to have a yeast infection on your forehead, Dopey. Uh. <laughs> Shut up, Sal. <laughs> You're going to bake bread on your head, Richard. You're going to have cheesecake on your eyebrows. <laughs> oh. All right, there you go. That's enough. There you go. In infamous. That sucks. Goodbye, JD's cock.
You ruined everything, Chiefs. <laughs> uh, well, isn't this exciting? You know, yes. uh, uh, Richard, you took it like a sport. The hat will be passed around. It's going to be disgraced. Uh, all the guys are going to be coming on the hat. Sal's going to start <laughs> off with a big week. <laughs> Claims he's going to come on it twice a day, a very thick load in the afternoon and at night before he goes to bed, a lesser load, but nevertheless a load. And then he says he can tank up for the, how old are you now, Sal? 52. Yeah, when I was 52, I could have a pretty good load. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I could see, yeah, sure. I don't know if this is true, but I've heard if you eat a ton of celery, it helps your load as well. <laughs> oh, no, it does. He's helping. I got it covered. Learn <laughs> that from Peter North. <laughs> exactly. And then uh, the hat will go over to you. Oh, uh, Peter North come all over it. <laughs> Gary, the the load from house to house in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's that guy who does all the ropes that uh, Richard Peter likes so North. much? Peter, Peter North. North. Maybe okay. Peter North will bless us by taking the hat for a few days and uh, blowing the load on there. <laughs> Gary, you'll get the you'll get it second. You uh, and, Ma and Mary, you'll say to Mary, "Look, I got to jerk off for the week." Uh, yeah, that's going to be, I'm, I I'm sitting here thinking, that's going to be an interesting conversation. As I'm sitting here thinking, that's going to be an interesting conversation after the show. I love the part where Mary goes, so what'd you guys do today? And, and, and I tell her what's happening. She's going to, this going to be Well, be I'm also thinking that, you know, this should be handled like hazardous material. What well, is? Of course. And of course. Everybody should be very careful around this hat. Bio waste. <laughs> Sal um, brings up a good point. Mary might, might keep be it relieved. Outside. <laughs> yeah, Mary might be relieved by this. Oh, uh, you know, uh, she's, she's like a week better, off. <laughs> better the hat than her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it Richard, sounds like you um, you'll be able to see whose load is whose when you look at the hat. Like, will you be able to go? Oh, that's Gary's load, or that's Sal's load. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Chris, I imagine you're the youngest of the bunch, so I imagine you're going to cover the hat the most. No, see, I think Gary's going to have like this like crazy monster load. <laughs> I just got an email. Oh, nobody's just worried got... about Benji's load. No, I just no. I just got an email. Um, Jeff Zucker wants to just on that. He says now that he's free of the annoying CNN, he can be having fun hey, too. What about what Jeffrey Tubin? Jeffrey Tubin. Yeah. Jeffrey Tubin had just what? emailed me too. I didn't want to. I was saving that as a surprise. I think there are going to be many celebrities who want to get in. Who want to raise their hand and get into this? How? Right. What about I, I bet me? you, <laughs> George and Jimmy Kimmel. I know is going to want to come on the hat. Say Jimmy Kimmel. I bet would do absolutely. it absolutely. And I know Seth yeah, Rogan's going to. Want to oh. come on this hat? I know. Oh, That's right. Oh, um, oh, oh! Can we get like a Mark the Bagger? He loves jerking off. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, big foot like his carpet. Yeah, Bigfoot his... probably has a massive load. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! That's not come on it. Oh it no! What about? Yeah. That's never going to get back to Richard because everyone's going to be busy coming. Now. I know. How's Blit going to get to all those places? <laughs> no, don't worry there. about him. Drive to Vermont. <laughs> that that has to be like twenty pounds. <laughs> Howard, would you want people to? You want people to initial where they've come, like no. so we know the loads. No, no, don't worry about it. You'll know who's on there. Keep it's it a gonna, mystery. It's going to be like an office birthday card. By the end of it, you won't know where to sign. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is a spot left. It's well, like a well. Br'er Rabbit story. Richard is totally into this. Don't no, worry. No, I'm not. I'm going to hate this. It's going to stink. I'm going to vomit. But 
It's and, for the best. I'm a team player. I'll do whatever you know. You know who I'm going to ask to jerk off on that hat? <laughs> Richard hates Tom Brady. Tom Brady. <laughs> oh, my God. I can get him to do that. Yes. Please, yes. Tom. Yeah. Let me make it clear. I don't hate Tom Brady, the person. The football player has annoyed me many times <laughs> while he has beaten the Chiefs. Yeah, I had some tape of you screaming about um, Tom Brady, but I don't know what I did with it. Well, you know what it was? It was when uh, the Rams beat the Buccaneers. I was, it was when the Chiefs, you know, still had a chance to be in the Super Bowl. And I was like, I don't want Brady facing the Chiefs again because he scares me. And JD should feel lucky that the Bengals don't have to face Tom Brady. <laughs> we'll see. Who's going to win? What, when is the Super Bowl? This coming weekend? This uh, Sunday. It's coming Sunday. Is it this Sunday? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. So who are the Bengals playing, J.D.? They are facing the Rams, the Los Angeles Who Rams. has an amazing defense. Oh, well, so did the Chiefs and so did the Titans. So, yeah. Richard, who will win? Richard, who will win between I think the, the Rams and the Bengals? Bengals, I think. I hope. I'm oh, listening. Right. I'm, now you're betting on the Bengals. I am. Well, I love the AFC, and I, I'm happy for JD. Listen, this Howard. Thanks to you, I can never ever thank you enough for sending my wife and I to the Super Bowl. And it's like for somebody to have their team in the Super Bowl, and JD's team has never won a Super Bowl. It's like a once in a lifetime thing. This well, it's going to be on this cloud past, nine this week. This past week, I um, had people, my representatives, call JD. I'm sending him to the Super Bowl. Wow. He's very yes. excited wow. about it. Are very excited. Kidding? Thank you. No. Yeah. J- it's crazy. Is... Yeah. Wow. Very... That's are you awesome. with you? <laughs> What's that? It, it was very difficult to get these tickets. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, J.D. has two tickets. Who are, Robin asks, who are you bringing? Me. Uh, I th- <laughs> <laughs> George lives in L.A. That's where Super Bowl I, is. You know the Rams coach, Sean McVay? He is one handsome devil. <laughs> I yeah. he's, he's all to about tickle football his now. on the sidelines. <laughs> what do you, George? What do you find most attractive about him? Is it the hair on his arms? What is it you like about his him? His pectorals are marvelous. <laughs> and and I would imagine, George, you think that this quarterback from the Bengals—he's a handsome boy, he's a young boy. Yes. And, mm, absolutely. Uh, you know, I saw the Bengals' tight end, C.J. <laughs> Uzuma, who was injured during the Chiefs game. He looked so helpless on the field. I'd love to nurture him back to health just in time for the Super Bowl. I have many special Japanese oils, creams, and lubricants. <laughs> You have said in the past you find the female body beautiful and the male body beautiful. Is that correct? You find both forms very, very... The male body most especially. But I can appreciate the female form from time to time. Right. Okay. Well, there you go. Well, uh, J.D., so who we are you... we didn't go- find out who J.D. is bringing. Well, George uh, had think- to offer up his uh, his words on who is hot. Uh, is, J.D., who are you bringing? It's still being determined, I think. Uh, I think I'll find really? out later today. Yes. Who's in the running? I I I don't want to I don't want to say Why? it's a whole it's a whole thing. What do you mean? What, what, it's now a you're whole a thing. Person? Uh, you wouldn't bring your thing. wife. No, my wife uh, can't go. She's uh, busy. 
But uh, no, it's she's dying it, to get away from JD. Yeah, Why, really? this <laughs> it may it may, <laughs> it may be someone. No, go go go. No, it may be someone uh, from here to cover me. Uh, so it might be that sort of situation. We'll see. Well, I don't know. It's it may be someone like that works with us. Uh, to cover me. To cover the action oh, of JD. Yes, to saying. cover the action, yeah. Yes. It's up to JD. He can bring yes. his wife. He could bring... Uh, I thought he might bring his dad. I don't know. His brother. Bring Richard's hat and have the whole crowd come <laughs> <in>. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do that. I actually do that. Whole stadium. <laughs> what about your boyfriend, John Hine? <laughs> I don't know. I think it would be his nightmare to go to the Super Bowl to see the Bengals in it. Uh, right. You know, he's a Steelers right. fan. So, Richard, you've uh, torn up your shirt. They will be used as cum rags as the guys come all over your Chiefs hat. <laughs> uh, they will use it to wipe up so that there's no accidents or spillage in their homes. And there it is. There's the Kansas City Chiefs hat that uh, John Blitt will pick up from Richard's house. <laughs> Last good look at sale. it. Remember oh, yeah, to get, it. get yeah, that yeah. shot yeah. because that's yeah. the before. Yeah, by the way, guys, there's a logo on the back and on the front. Cover all that shit up. <laughs> Not a problem, J.D. <laughs> J.D., you. you have just turned into an evil little fuck. I, listen, that's a bet. Bro. Sal, yes. do you think after a week with the hat, you could legitimately cover up the back logo, the front logo, and the inside of the hat? I believe so. Absolutely, Howard. Those no are doubt big about logos. It. Not a yeah. problem. And what Twice is, a day, and what, every day. Wow. And what is your move? Will you take a full load and just put it in a, a designated area, or you try to spray it on all those areas at once? No, I'm going to first front of the hat, that front logo. My penis will be pretty much touching that, and I'll be paint. It'll be like a paint gun, like a, <laughs> and I'll just be shooting out and making sure that every single drop gets over that K, and then I'll move it over to the C, wow. and I'll you know <laughs> smear it in with the head of my penis so it's nice and goopy. <laughs> Ugh. And then in the evening, when that kind of gets somewhat crusty and dry and glazy, I'll do it again. I'll add another layer to it. Ah, a two oh, layer. This is you like know, decoupage. Yeah, well, that's right, Robin. <laughs> decoupage. That's right. <laughs> decoupage. She's right. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I, I paint with watercolor, and it's always the second layer that gives the yeah. full bla- the second coat. A, a nice lacquer, lacquer. A smooth, yes. And yeah, then you're going to move to the back. You build. Then and then you're going to yes. move to the back logo. And I'll right. do the same thing. And Ugh. if the back logo is not covered, it's bigger, I'll, I might add three loads for the back no. one. Sal, isn't your wife going to be upset you'll have no load for her? <laughs> <laughs> so, Sal, it, it's like a spackling job. It's like, in other words, you got to go in with a, with a plan. I have a complete plan, so the front and the back, and then once I'm I'm satisfied with the front and the back, I will go to the inside. I'll get the rim. I'll work it around. I'll hold the cat. I'll hold the hat like a bowl, and as I come, I'll turn the hat, uh, you know, into, from right to left to get the rim of the hat beautifully covered with jizz, so it's beautifully. Nice. Yeah, and then it's I'll a shame go in. We don't have inside. that clay thing where you you know that turns. So the head we have is be sitting. Yeah. Like That'll be delivered ghost. to Sal's house. A lazy like Susan, ghost. Robin. That's right. Yeah. 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 Pottery, yeah. pottery wheel. Okay. Yeah, John yeah. Blitz yeah. at the yeah. art yeah. store yeah. right now buying one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got to have know, some rules, though, for about, like... I just want to so, say something, Gary. From time to time, I wonder why I hired Sal. You know, really, on a day-to-day basis, I always ask I'm myself, and this... Like, uh, this this is an assignment Sal was born for. I think he's... Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen more... 
Yeah, Gary, he's so excited. Came to Gary, life. when you jerk off on the hat, where are you going to go? That attic room where you have your vinyl, or are you going to? Uh, <laughs> no, scotch? I got, I got, I got like a bathroom that's like my bathroom. Right. You know? right. But but I want to like I got it like this got it's got to come with gloves and tongs like like I realize like I'm being punished because I have to handle this. But Gary, you, you know what, gonna Gary, do. you got uh you got a man up here. I mean, we can't. No, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. You're in. Sanitary. Right. I'm in. Well, that's why I'm saying it's a biohazard. You got to really yeah. be careful with it. You don't want to knock anything off either. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. we're don't building here. Yeah, I want Mary building. to take a picture of Gary with the salad tongs bringing the hat yeah. in. The, the last thing I want is a piece of salad semen on my bathroom floor. Well, there's a good chance. Oh, please. Of course you do. You love salad. I didn't realize how exciting football really is. This is incredible. <laughs> Big circle jerk. How are you Chris? Yes. You're going to get it then, and then uh, Benji, <laughs> yeah. and then Jason, and who else? See, I don't shoot very far, I'm though. Brady. Like, I have thick, viscous kind of loads, so I'm just uh, going to kind of plop it, you know, wherever I can. Whatever you got to do. <laughs> well, you know, for the center, go Chris. into you got a container and then apply it. Oh, yeah. No, you Rob, that's what, a great kind of, what kind of, no, what kind no. of suggestion is that? You come right on that hat. That's the way the girl <laughs> he does. Could, he could yeah. move it around if it's all going to get Stop stuck it. in one place. Oh. You're thinking you like might a girl. lose a few drops that way, Rob, and you go directly in. Really? You know? Just yes. yeah, just go into the middle of the hat? Is that what you're telling uh, well, with, Chris? With Chris if Chris has a, a thickness and he's not a shooter, he should just like cake batter, just pour it in there. Hold his penis. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to like seep it. I'm just yes. going to oh, seep it around. Yeah. Okay. All yeah, yeah, right, yeah. all right, all right. All Listen, right. everybody knows what they have to do. <laughs> well, we if do. anybody has some questions during their time with the hat, they could always call Sal. He seems to know what yeah. to do. That's what I'm going to do. Benji, you're single, so uh, you can do it wherever you want. You'll have your fun with I'll the hat. I'll do it in a Blitz car. Right. <laughs> That'll make it extra fresh. Passenger yeah. seat. Yeah. All right. And, uh, and, and Jason, I imagine you'll have to tell your wife what you're up to. Uh, Hell yeah. I'm yeah, sure. It'll be a fun sure. conversation. I, I got a spot. Mm. Too. I definitely want to hit the inside of the hat. I, I want to know that, that my cum is touching Richard's head. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm aiming for the inside. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. And, and, and Gary, uh, you volunteered for this. Don't tell me your problems. Whatever you want to use, Tom, <laughs> just that, the other thing. You know, Who I you don't think? hear anybody talking about the brim. Don't forget oh, no, the brim. Oh, oh I've been talk, Sal was Sal's talking about that covered. too. Yeah. Yeah, Sal's going to cover so. it up. Yeah, I think I'm right. more. I think I'm more about. I I go with Sal. I'm more about the inside of the hat. Yeah, because yeah. that's what Richard has to wear. All right, but guys. he has to touch that brim to get it on his head. <laughs> the CEO of this company is uh, Jennifer Witz. She is a uh, an extraordinary businesswoman. She's been running SiriusXM. I just uh, saw her talking about. Uh, the extraordinary uh, business plan for Sirius XM. She also runs Pandora. She runs Stitcher. This company, she's a, a mogul, and she wants to weigh in on this. Yes, Miss Witt. <laughs> I love this. We're requiring all male employees come on that hat. <laughs> Listen to me, Stern. This is more important than booster shots. All Sirius XM Pandora employees with a penis must start immediately saving their jizz. I don't want any wimpy loads. You hear me? Right. In other words, Miss Witz, this bit is going to spread in legendary terms, and people are going to subscribe now because they're going to want to hear people jizzing on the hat. Am I correct? More jizz equals more subscribers. Sir, listen to me. It's going to be Spider Harrison, Cousin Brucey, 
Al Roker, I'm talking to you. Save that shit. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Wits. And uh, please, uh, Miss Wits announcing that all employees who are male must come on Richard's hat. So there you go. Listen to me real quick. That includes sound engineers, board up, producers, Ooh. hosts, report wow. to the bathroom immediately. That's an order. <laughs> You can get diabolical with this, and and Jennifer certainly is. <laughs> May I, I want your jizz on it too, Stern. You hear me? Absolutely. Ah. You know what? I am not sucking up to you, but I have to tell you, you've never sounded more powerful as a leader. Your clear vision, I love it. Thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you. I want that come to spill us over. <laughs> All right, a happy woman. That laugh is infectious. <laughs> you know what I was thinking. No. Yes. That really people should leave samples as well, you know, in a little container so that if the hat should get too dry while it's going through, <laughs> that oh Richard can freshen it. <laughs> How much jizz do you think we have, Robin? Yeah, Robin. Shame Robin's on you. so excited about this. She should get involved, she too. Yeah. You want to get Captain Dennis's uh, jizz on there? She's, she's, uh, she's an innocent. Don't, uh, don't involve her. Right. Sorry. All right. Yeah. Robin does have some great ideas for this, though. I'll hand it to you, Robin. She wants a, um, like, like a, a, when you buy a, a pen refill. Yeah, yeah, right. a cup. <laughs> you can freshen it up. Uh, by the way, Sirius stock just went up. <laughs> the stock exchange's not even open at this time. I was going to ask if we're still a company. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Are we still on? Are we only Ooh. talking to ourselves? Howard, um, do you remember um, the Meta Metallica album Load? Like the cover of that? It's going to look like that album cover on my hat. Richard's hat is on the phone. Yes, Richard's hat. What's up? Please, or can we go back to the old plan and just kill me, please? Something's worth the death. All right, here is John. John uh, from Florida. Go ahead, John. Hey, you need to weigh it. Do it before and after. Ooh. <laughs> That's right. Uh, John is yeah. correct. Uh, I want to scale. John Blit, you're in charge of that. Weigh it after each uh, uh, a staff member has their week with the hat. And weigh, it when you, weigh it when you pick it up today, too, John, if you can get a, like a, a scale. I have a scale. Okay. I have a scale. You have a scale? Oh, yeah, he does have a scale. A sperm yeah. scale. Oh, yeah, he has a scale, right? Like Tony <laughs> Montana <laughs> over there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 We picked the right guy for this job. Oh, oh did yeah. you ever? Oh, did you I'm ever. scared of giving my address. <laughs> JD. Yes. Are you uh, up to making any uh, bangles bets with... Uh, no, I, you know what? I fucking... I, I didn't even really want to do this this bet, but, uh, you know, Richard sort of pushed me into it a little bit. But, no, I, I am done betting. I didn't, you know... I don't even want to make the prop bets, uh, bets anymore. Prop, prop bets. <laughs> yeah, those. Do so. you, do you, so, are you excited about going to the Super Bowl? I mean, yeah, I wanted course. to tell, I wanted to break the news to you on the air, but we had to find, I had to find out quick last week. Yeah, I, it's, uh, and thank you very much. Uh, it's, uh, it's going to be an unbelievable experience and, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be crazy when, uh, hopefully I'll see the Bengals when they're, First Super Bowl, you're ever. gonna go nuts if they win. Oh, if I, if I, I'll be, I, I don't know if I'll stop crying. Uh, <laughs> you know. Between... Oh, this will be, and people will be around and see him. <laughs> oh, won't it be weird? Be though, like a star out there, yeah. What won't it be somewhat weird to be in L.A. 
you know, as a Bengals fan, like, you know, because you got to walk around with your jersey on and all that. Well, you can wear your jersey. The Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, of, of course. I've, I've, I wore this the, the past two uh, playoff games. Uh, the L.A. Rams uh, fan base isn't exactly the most loyal. And plus, the Super Bowl is a very, like, uh, um, I don't know how to say it. it's a lot of the average fan doesn't usually go to what you're Super saying Bowl. is the Super Bowl is so expensive that it's going to be upper crust type people. More who won't corporate beat you. is what they, is the more corporate. For? They won't they won't beat you up. It's not like going to Philly and watching an Eagles game. There's not an L.A. Rams jail set up for immediate prosecution. <laughs> so, now, I think there will be Rams fans, but I think there will be just as many Bengals fans there. So, I think it'll be an even, you know, split. Right. What, what you're trying to say in your own muddled way is that it's more of a corporate event. And, yes. Uh, you will be safe there with your Bengals. Yes. Well, you know, knock on wood. <laughs> Wood, of course. Anybody have any wood? Okay, good. All right. Uh, Sal, you'll be getting the hat today, so uh, good luck with your load. Thank you. Um, when's the last time you blew a load? So we know. Uh, we let's see. Probably. Uh, it was yesterday, of course. Uh, yesterday morning. <laughs> of course. Not with Before your wife. You jerked off, right? Yeah, I went on a website when I was taking a crap, and I finished it up with that. <laughs> that is I'm on the ball already. Mom's birthday party. Yeah, really. My whole thing is kill two birds with one stone. So, I'm what was sure. the video? Uh, this video was uh, Spanish Spanish moms finding uh, <laughs> their sons. Spanish moms. Yeah, but Spanish moms doing what? Jerking off and then helping them. Oh, wow. Steve Howard, everybody should have to say what they watched while they do this, too. Like, I want to know what Gary's going to watch. Spanish moms yes, jerking Howard. off their sons? Yeah, so this mom, and she's in the kitchen, and she has a really tight dress on, and she's washing the dishes, <laughs> and then the, the son creeps in. He looks at his mom from his bedroom, and he's jacking his cock, and then... She's like, she turns around and, you know, she speaks Spanish like, and he's like, oh, so, so, scusa, mama, scusa, mama. And she goes, scusa. and then she walks over and she pushes him on the bed and she's, then she makes him do it for her, which is really hot. And then she leans in and she helps him out. And, and that's what was it. I, was it her stepson or her actual son? This one, I just searched Spanish mom's hand jobs. And <laughs> something came back. As you do. Yeah. And uh, I watched search. Uh, yesterday, uh, I, I wanted to bang Beth, and she told me, this was crazy. She, she goes, uh, I'm on my period. I go, oh, she goes, why don't you just go jerk off? I go, okay. I'll take care of it. Because I was all whack. You know, I was just like, I was upset. My mom's not doing well, blah, 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 blah. I need, I had a lot of stress. And I thought, you know. I'll go fuck back, but she's not interested. Okay. So she tells me to jerk off. That's uh, the green light. I go on. I'm searching. And every friggin' video I came on, I was like, I'm soft as hell. I mean, this is a, just a turn off. It was like there was no build up. It just was bad. Some of the girls had belly fat and ass fat. And I'm like, you know, I'm not watching a fantasy to see belly fat. I could, you know, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see people who look like me. <laughs> so uh and then like one one was the girls were so heavily tattooed and it was like oh i don't like that and you know oh it's gross so i land on this thing i finally i'm searching 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 how something. long does this take this this going through all of the way too files. long and and then i try one out and i if my dick is soft i'm like 
oh, my God, my dick is soft. Uh, what am I doing here? I want to get this done with so I can just release my stress. Well, I land on one with three lesbians. And what is their story? Two of the lesbians are standing there. They're talking. They're both attractive women. And they're, like, just kind of having small talk. Doorbell rings. A third lesbian comes in. And the first, one of the lesbians recognizes a girl at the door. She goes, oh, my God, I know you. <laughs> Turned out these two have had sex in the past. And the girl who opened the door says, oh, my God, this is weird. I've had sex with her and you've had sex with her, but we've never had sex with all, all of, you know, all three of us have never had sex together. Very upset. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, Very uh, logical. Logical. <laughs> next thing you know, they cut to everybody's clothes are off and everyone is. And then I was done. I don't know what happened after that. <laughs> everyone was naked and everyone, no one, no one was uh, out of shape. Everybody looked good. And that was all I needed to see. Well, Sal looks, sounds like he watches the whole movie. Like he sees, you know, the no, guy jerking off for his mom. Then he he's sees learning. the mom helping out. Well, he's never mind Spanish. that, Robin. Yeah. 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 Sal's fluent now. Never mind all that. I mean, the thought that Sal's shitting and jerking off is know, that's, what, that's oh, why wait. he's an animal. He's just an animal. <laughs> well, Howard, no class. An, animal that, an animal that's going to come in your hat, Richard. Uh, <laughs> Sal, do you, do you like the, the, does the smell of your shit kind of like turn you on or something, uh, honestly? I, I wipe, I flush, and then I wash my hands. I lean over, wash my hands, and then I go to the phone and I jack off. I don't so. believe But do you that. like the fact, I don't either, I don't believe the washing the hands thing. No. But do, you, do you, Sal... Sometimes. Is the smell is the smell, <laughs> smell wafting though when you're uh, doing it? I've gotten a waft or two, and it does sometimes interfere <laughs> with the boner. I will admit it. I get disgusted with myself, but I battle through it, and I still get it done. <laughs> right, you know. But That's I hate you. I hate that. Like you, I, when you smell yourself, it's like, oh my god! If this was a real scenario. This woman would be throwing up right now from the smell of my ass. <laughs> no, I only ask because right I now. remember I remember one of your fetishes when you were a little boy. You used to like to watch your aunt take a shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, that, uh, yeah. Oh, oh, that thing. <laughs> watch you. Oh, 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 yeah. Let's get back to that. Oh, yeah, that. You think it's so quiet. Why is that a big deal? Are you embarrassed by that, that you used to watch your aunt take a shit? <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, 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 was, it was just curiosity, Howard. You know, that, that's right, all it right. was. Well, you know, you're young and you want to see a, a real vagina yeah. for the first time instead of going through the books. Like, wow, you know. It's, and it it's, doesn't it's matter a... whose vagina it is. <laughs> well, not really. Why didn't you ask not your really. mom? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, she could have jerked you off. <laughs> I'm a creep. All right. So, hey, wow. Howard, can I ask Sal, Sal, is there a Spanish mom that you know that you were thinking about? Well, my like, first, is that yes. why you researched? Uh, well, oh. yes. Vanessa Del Rio. The oh, no. oh, the porn star. <laughs> Old school. Oh, yeah. That's the one where it all started. That was the first porn star that I've ever seen ever in action. Howard, Vanessa I, Del Rio. I think she made her first. I'm not joking around. I think she might have made her first movie in like 1978. Wow. But well, I mean, is there like a, a mom in the neighborhood that he knows that he was thinking about? No, it? no, no. There's no. Is no, that your thing, matter. Spanish chicks? I love the Spanish women are just so beautiful. Yeah. I, I rotate, Howard. Sometimes I'll do like I've been on this old kick and then I've done like old <laughs> orgy. Old. And then I get old orgy. <laughs> yeah. And yeah I, I don't move. get that whole thing. I know you're into that. Like you would have fucked yeah. Blue Iris, right? Oh. Uh, He's being a single man, why not? Sure, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. wow, not. that's hardcore. Yeah, I wonder what that oh. is with you and like old women, like not just like like geriatric women, like hags. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 thank you, Chris. What do you think it is? Do you think it's some sort of anger toward your mother or what's going on there? No, I don't think so. I just kind of like, I don't know. I think because I think the, it, maybe it's, it's somewhat of a school teacher mentality. The more proper you're supposed to be, the more morals you're supposed to have to see somebody break that, to break that moral code, you know? And a grandmother, an old lady, like a grandmother is like supposed to be loving and moral and kind and polite. You don't curse in front of her. You don't do anything mean in front of her. And then to see a grandmother say, like, let me see that cock, it's like, whoa, this is not the grandma that I know of. I mean, but do you, think you could, do you think you could get hard, uh, you know, if if it's a woman in her 80s, let's say? No, not that old. It has to be like 60, 65. But, if, if she's really old, no. I mean, how, oh, we have a woman swear, here who's attracted to you. Go uh, ahead, ma'am. Uh, Hi. I, what size penis do you have, Sonny? <laughs> Is it long? Is it thick like a can of soup? Or is it <laughs> tiny and smelly like a little anchovy? <laughs> you Are you attracted to Sal, ma'am? Yeah, I wish I was that Kansas City Chief hat and he could come on my rim and make it soggy. Soggier. And does, oh your vagina, does your vagina still get wet? Yes, I'm young at heart and young at cunt. My vagina still has many different juices, and they get flowing. And when they're flowing, it's like rejuvenation. Oh, my God, I'm fingering my cunt. Yeah. Sal's going to come now and waste his load. Oh, do it. I have four fingers in my wet cunt. I feel like... <laughs> I... I feel like I'm a, I feel like I'm a virgin fuck for the very first time like a virgin when your little cock goes into my behind oh my god young hot cocks turn me on old hot cocks turn me on all hot cocks turn me on fuck me fuck me Sal <laughs> Bravo well, Sal all right, you got a player. So, Sal, you go in seen. when you'll get into a jag. Like, for a while, you'll be with the oldsters, and yeah, then you right. move on to the Latinas. Sal has right. a very active sex life, uh, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> you should all be jealous. Wasn't Sal, like, weren't you, like, 17 when you slept with your grandmother? <laughs> what? Six, what? 16. <laughs> 16. Oh, you mean when I moved in? Like you real, fucked yeah. her? No. No, but he was sleeping in a bedroom next to her at that age when it's almost impossible not to jerk off. No, but I can assure you there, there was no jerking in that room. No, no. That was my, my mm. dad's mother, the one who buttoned up my grandfather's clo uh, pajamas. Oh, I, can, I like when he goes, uh, I can assure you, like that, that was out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was it ever. <laughs> What's yeah. that right. sound? Crazy well, we gotta, it's a perfect time to uh, take a break now. Uh, the audience is fatigued <laughs> from all of this. They, uh, they know that they, it's a lot to take in. And uh, we know what's going to happen to the hat. Thank you, Richard, for uh, the uh, cutting of the shirt and sending the Thanks, rags yeah. so the boys can use them to wipe up. And yeah, everyone all of a will sudden, have their... that bad bet turned into a, a home run. Absolutely, Robin. You know, that's the beauty of this show. Uh, anything can happen. Uh, all kinds of exciting things. And uh, Gary will be getting the hat soon. Don't worry. And, and all the rest of you, Chris and Benji and, and everybody okay. else. All Congrats, right, uh, J.D. Thank yes. you. Go Bengals. All right. But a show feels 
Back in uh, 1969, Rolling Stone magazine reported that Joe was on stage performing this song at the Whiskey A Go Go, and a female fan got so worked up, she'd be so wild for Joe's amazing voice and his body movements and everything that she put herself on her back between Joe's legs and reached up again to work Joe's ween with uh, considerable fervor. She got she was driven wild by by lust. Now, they, I have never been that excited. Hey, what about when you me? met me when we first started working together in D.C.? <laughs> I wish... Here's what I wish. I wish Joe Cocker was still alive to come on Richard's hat. That's what I wish. <laughs> I thought if I got famous, maybe one day I would get that reaction from a woman. But Well, women nobody... have fainted for you. Did they? Rem- I mean, oh, of course. God. Like they would walk up, you know, like when you were doing those book signs. One of the most amazing things, like first time, like we never knew what was going to happen. You didn't even know if people were going to show up. Right. And then, you know, they had to block the streets and there were thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of people. And this woman walked up, looked at you, started crying, shaking, <laughs> like and then Jesus. she collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> Did she? I hope they carted her off to the funny farm. I'm wrong with her. No, of course, we added her to the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good Lord. Isn't that nice? I mean, the thing is, would you sleep with a woman after she, like, went unconscious? And you, and you go, you go, you go, you go the, like, you go, wait a second. There's got to be something wrong with her. She's, she's passing out from me. <laughs> well, I don't know that I want to date her. Do you think that you could possibly come up to her expectations sexually? No. Like, she's no. already had that reaction. She's expecting something. But, you know, there's a woman who might, if you marry her, uh, serve you your lunch every day. <laughs> and uh, you don't have to get out of your chair. Maybe. You never know. What do you see when you turn out the light? I can't tell you, but I know it's mine. And you know what that's a reference to? Genitals. Paul McCartney pictured being in bed with the lights out under the covers. And, uh, you know, everyone does that. They touch themselves when the light goes out. And he said, everyone. he said, I couldn't say, what do you see when you turn out the light? You're a dick. It just doesn't work. What do you see when you turn out the light? I can't tell you, but I know it's mine. There you go. It's true. That's a true story. I'm not making that up. Oh, no, they were very good at not being blatant about what they were singing. Unlike this show. You know what, man? I'm going to come on your hat and make you wear it. That's the difference. Very clear. Yeah. By the way, have you heard about these Beatles NFTs that are being created and people are going to spend money on? They're going to, like, auction these things off? I don't even understand what an NFT is. Here's what I think it is. You tell me if I'm right. It's like, let's say, I, I don't even, I can't you even give you an example. <laughs> yeah, I can't even say, but, but I think it's like, I'm trying to think of an example. Like, let's say someone, I, it's so stupid. I don't even know how to say it, but I know when I turn out the lights, I know it's mine. I know what it is. I, I can't tell you, but I know it's mine. 
What is, explain to me simply what an NFT is. It's a digital representation. Okay. So if something. I paint it, all right, I just finished painting a painting and I sell you a digital representation. I take a picture of my painting and I say, Robin, here's a picture, not the painting. Here's a picture of the painting. That's right. And it's the only <clears throat> one that will ever be created. No mm. one will ever be able to get their hands on the original. So this is the only version of this that you can have. Oh, so give me an example of a Beatles NFT. Well, I know one of them is lyrics. Like somebody's, I forget the, I don't know if it was Paul's lyrics or something else, but a very famous song like Yesterday or something like that. All right, but wait. Yes. What are you buying? Are you buying? You're buying the NFT. You're not buying the piece of paper that the lyrics are written on. That does not belong to you. What belongs to me? The digital representation. What do you do? You see what I mean? This I'm, I'm gonna. <laughs> my head's gonna explode. You're, you're saying I don't have a sheet of paper with that Paul wrote on. I don't have the. Uh, I don't own the rights to the song. No. All I own is someone's going to take a picture of the lyrics and say, it's insane. <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about. Well, I'm Howard, old school. This has gotten to the point now. I think. I have, I don't have the figures, but there's already metaverses, uh, being created. Metaverse? Yes. These are What's these. That? that is, uh, something you find on the internet and it could be 3D or it could be 2D, but you could have your own avatar that looks and acts exactly like you in the metaverse and they are selling real estate. So Snoop Dogg in one of these metaverses has bought a house. What? And people are trying to buy the houses around him. John, what's going on here? Um, I'm I'm at a loss. Uh, These all sound like things that Sal can't come on. (laughs) The (laughs) NFT market is so hard to understand. It's a digital. It's what Robin said. It's a digital copy of something that you own, and you're the only one. Give me an example. Give me an example. So with the Beatles, what the, a lot of this is coming from Julian Lennon's collection. So okay. Julian Lennon has the coat that John wore on Magical Mystery Tour, the cape he wore in Help, Paul McCartney's arrangement for Hey Jude. You don't get the physical item. What you get is an audio-visual collectible of that item with some narration from Julian Lennon. It's a digital copy. It's like you don't have the original. Right. But what do I do with that? How do I make money with that? You sell it to someone else for more than what you paid for. it, Or you keep it and you put it in your digital world. Right. And that's the only place it can be seen. You like I said, there are people who are creating houses uh, in the metaverse and they would decorate those houses. You know what this sounds like? Their avatar. They there are designers who you buy designer clothing from to dress your avatar. Listen to me. <laughs> you know, Everyone knows my history. Before I got into radio, I used to sell real estate on the moon. I had a very <laughs> lucrative business. I, I was a millionaire. And uh, I sold many, many lots. I probably oversold them. Uh, you know. What are you talking about? This sounds to me, again, I, I hate to sound like a, a, an old fool, but 
it sounds like you get by this and you sell it to another sucker. Right. Or you have somebody come to your Beatles museum mm. and maybe there's a fee for that. You know, like you can make money on these things. But I could see the picture of the coat that John wore on if I look at the cover of Magical Mystery Tour. So therefore, I do have a picture of it. I'm not sure. Can I sell it to a, an advertising company or something? Say, here's I mean, I don't even understand what, how you make money with it. You Again, would sell it's it to all an, in this other world. Huh. You would sell it to another collector. That's how you it's, would make money off of it. So there's no real money. There's no real such thing. Oh, oh there's, there's real been money. Plenty in this. of money. <laughs> what is the, spending? Give me. What is a high amount? Like, what is Julian Lennon getting for the digital rights to the coat, for example, or or or, or one of these things? I don't. Uh, let's see the uh, the Afghan coat from Magical Mystery Tour starting at six thousand dollars. That's where the auction's starting. The Hey Jude notes are starting at thirty thousand uh, dollars. Again, you don't have the physical notes. You have a digital copy. I don't understand it. I'll notes. be honest. I'm not comprehending. I, it's very that, like confusing. selling, selling, farting in a jar and selling it. I understand that. I get. <laughs> you know, I, I get something physical for that, but this makes zero sense to me. There are all but these all right. Les Paul, all these Les Paul guitars that are going right. for four thousand uh, dollars, which or John Lennon's guitars that were gifted to Julian. You don't get the guitar, but you now have this digital image of it that you can use on your website wherever you want, and you're the only one who owns that digital image. And if someone copies it, I could sue them. If they claim ownership or try to make money off of it, you could sue them. But if they just right. put it up, then there's I don't nothing need, you can I, do I about mean, it. I'm it's crazy. That, like the play. It, but um, I'm telling you, they're selling real estate. They, you know, people are paying good money. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, somebody creates a metaverse. I don't like it. I don't like the metaverse. And I got enough say, trouble with okay, this verse. In this neighborhood, Snoop Dogg bought a house. Oh, and then people rush out and they want to be Snoop Dogg's neighbor. Do you want to buy a star in the sky? Because I can sell it to you right now. <laughs> um, I wanted to address a few things before the end of the show. Thanks, John. Okay. Um, I want to talk about me for a second uh, and the show. The show got a few mentions in the world of entertainment while we were gone for the week. Um. There's a show I'm watching I love, and I got to say, I was shocked to see that John Cena, the, the WWE guy, is so good. I'm watching Peacemaker, and Peacemaker's on HBO, HBO Max, is it? Yeah, HBO Max. Yeah. I got to tell you, the only thing wrong with Peacemaker, I love the show, but all of these shows that aren't streamed, I forget to watch. I'm in the middle of Peacemaker, and then, you know, I, I, I saw four episodes, and I loved it. And then, like, I go to watch the fifth one, and it's not there yet. And then I forget to watch more. And right, I'm like, you now to go I back this... and, and finish it. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to wait a week. It's horrible. I don't. I don't like that format. But the, but I I mean, am... apparently, that is a better format for the streamer than the Netflix format of putting the whole thing on at once. Well, I I never think of these wrestlers are going to be any good at acting. But this guy knows his, he's, he carries the whole show. He's got a million lines. He's funny. He, uh, he's got a sense of comedy timing that is really top notch. And really? I love the show. Yeah. I love the show Peacemaker. And I, I sit there, I go, I'm not going to go to Stella Adler to learn act. I'm going to go to the WWE. This guy, well, this, see, this guy is, is good. This is getting on my nerves because I want to, 
you know, like I look at something and I see who's starring in it. And that's how I might decide to watch it. And so as soon as I saw that John Cena was the peacemaker, I said, I'm not watching that. You should watch it. I'm telling you, the guy's terrific. He's great. I had to accept The Rock. (laughs) Now this Bautista guy is in my life. I don't don't want John Cena, too. I don't care about The Rock. I don't watch his movies. But John Cena is good. He's got an ability. I'm just saying. All right. Because he anyway, even looks weird with that hair. <laughs> he's terrific in it. He's funny, and he delivers his lines in a way that are funny. You know, it's not easy to do. I, I was very I shocked that I liked that it. I think he was in that Suicide Squad, and he, he wasn't yeah. terrible in it. I, was gonna, I wasn't going to watch this because, like you say, you see the name John Cena, and you think, hey, he's a wrestler. What is he going to do? But he was good, he's really good in it. Uh, mm-hmm. But anyway, I got to mention here in uh, Peacemaker, in this scene... Um. The You know, Peacemaker threw out some show references, and he says, I'm going to try and set it up for you. In this scene, Peacemaker, played by John Cena, lists all of the people that could have been framed for a crime that would have been better than framing who they did, Peacemaker's father. So Peacemaker's father ends up in jail, and he goes, couldn't you have blamed anyone else? But my father, and here he goes. Dude, I didn't mean to put your father in prison. Why'd you put him there, you fat fuck? Because I couldn't think of anybody else. What about Ariana Grande or Drake? What? Brad Pitt or Payne Stewart or Doug the Pug? Khloe Kardashian, the Red Tiger from Voltron, Danny DeVito, Will Ferrell, Howard Stern, Baba Booey, Robin Ophelia, Quivers. All right, next time I fucking have to frame somebody, it'll be one of all those fucking thousands of people you just mentioned. Yeah, tell that to my dad. Peacemaker, shut the fuck up. <laughs> the full name, Robin Ophelia Quivers. So I there you go. see that. All three names. Baba Booey was trending on Twitter because of this. Uh, very, a very nice uh, mention from David Letterman while we were away on Late oh. Night with Seth Meyers. Seth Meyers was celebrating the 40th anniversary of Dave's NBC Late Night Show. And Dave was being interviewed, and you know I'm a big Dave fan, and Dave uh, g- gave me a shout-out. Here you go. Your mom became a, a player on your show. How did you first think that she would be a fun character to bring on television? Well, first of all, this is exciting because in her life, in my life, no one has ever described my mom as a player. So (laughs) thank you for that. That's great. (laughs) Um, I was driving to work one day in the old days, and Howard Stern was talking to his mother. Mm -hmm. And um, I kind of put the pieces together and thought, I have a mother. <laughs> and and it was because of Howard, then we started putting my mother uh, on the show. I, I was very moved by that. Very nice of but Dave He has to said mention. that before, and I'm glad he continues to give you credit. He's uh, terrific. David Letterman, 40 years ago, I guess, he started the uh, Late Night with David Letterman show. 40 years ago, and I remember when he that started was it. because 40 years? Yeah, because we started... At WNBC Radio the same year. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's and it's it's nice that he says, hey, you know, I was listening to Howard and he gave me an idea. He remembers. And unlike Imus, who he had his own mother, but didn't try. But then he then he then he tried to get my mother on the air. He didn't even and now bother. He, he called it. your mother. Yeah, that's Imus said, oh, Howard talks to his mother. I'll talk to his mother, too. So weird. 
because my mother, I remember call, she calling me up and she goes, what's with that Imus? He's calling me. I'm not his mother. I go, I know you're not his mother. It's weird. I said, don't take his call. Well, I feel rude, but I go, mom, <laughs> don't take this fucking call. It's ridiculous. But can you imagine this guy tried to take your mom? Yeah. Co-opting my mom. But the only reason I was pissed at Imus all these years, I was like, you know, why couldn't he just admit the influence I had on him? He just couldn't. He couldn't bring himself to do it. So Not creepy. as big a guy as Letterman. No, Letterman's That's like, what yeah. I've always said. Yep. <laughs> what everyone says, Robin. But you say it out loud. <laughs> um, a couple of things happened while we were gone for the week. Um, they... they uh, Jeff Zucker resigned from CNN, which I don't even understand that story because it's so confusing in the workplace. I read a great article on this in the New York Times. They were talking about what do you do? It you know, so many people meet their spouse or a lover or friend, a close friend, and at work because yeah. we're there all the time. Uh, I've always made it a personal thing of my own. First of all, I've always been married, uh, but I would not. You know, they used to use the old expression, don't shit where you eat. Uh, to me, messing around with somebody at work can be just a big bag of problems. And so, you know, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't do that. I have my own. So there was no hope for us ever. That's what you're now telling me. Well, with you, I don't know. <laughs> it might have been difficult. You understand. <laughs> you know, to see what was doing there would have been something for me. But OK, look. <laughs> It never happened, and probably for the better, because we've been together all these years. That's right. That's right. But, you know, the Times wrote a great article on this. Uh, and, and by the way, I should mention in, in full disclosure, I gave Fred a handjob once. But that was a different time. And <laughs> I no one... thought something had happened that night. Yeah, yeah. One time. <laughs> it was a different time. We were there late at night, and we were both very stressed out, and I I just thought it would be funny. You know, it was just a goof. Yeah, things were I'm really kind of strained between you two for a minute Yeah, there. yeah, I'm not gay. It was gay. awkward. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> right. I just rubbed it out. Um, But I was reading this article, and it really made me think. People meet at work all the time. And I'm not saying it's the best thing to do, but, hey, the, the things happen. And I understand that. And so every workplace has to come up with a policy. Now, some of these very um, strict sort of like financial institutions, law firms and stuff, they have policies like, hey, no fraternizing. That's it. No one is allowed to uh, hook up. But there are other companies that have looser sort of things and they recognize reality that people are going to meet up and, and perhaps have sex and, or, or maybe even get married. And they said, so at what point do you go to HR and reveal that there's a relationship? In other words, let's say at work and two co-workers, Robin, are flirting with one another. You know, just like, oh, you know, yeah, what did you do last time? What did you do? And you're starting to have feelings for that person. Do you immediately, could you think of anything creeper, immediately go down to HR and say, listen, I just had a flirtatious discussion with so-and-so and I think I might be having feelings for them. Well, nothing would be a bigger buzzkill if somebody did that. So you probably would But not only think, that, now you've put something into reality that may not even turn out to be anything. Right. Exactly. So 
That, so then at what point? Um, you have lunch together and you maybe kiss. So now you have to go define the relationship down at HR. It is such a confusing thing. So when I read this thing about Jeff Zucker, who I, um, I, I've met quite a few times, uh, haven't been in touch with him really, but I was confused. They say that he met this woman at work, and I guess the crime was that they asked him about it, and he said he wasn't in a relationship with her. Is that the right thing to say? Is that what's going on? What I heard, because I haven't read anything about it, was that mm. this was pretty much a known thing around NBC, but he had several opportunities to report to HR, and he never did until he was confronted or something. And I guess he was one of the guys who constructed the policy that you have to tell the company if you're having a relationship. Right. Well, anyway, um, they say this all came about because Chris Cuomo uh, was uh, is suing CNN. He was fired. And uh, he's saying, well, if I was fired for, you know, not following the rules, why are this? Why is this happening? Why is the head of the company not having to fire, just, you know, do the rules. So I guess he wants $18 million from CNN. And, yeah, but, uh, you know, Chris is taking everybody down. <laughs> well, he, the rumor was that he's saying to the to CNN, listen, I know a lot more stuff I'm going to keep right. uh, bringing up here in this lawsuit. So I guess in a way he's, that Chris Cuomo, again, I don't even remember why he was fired. He, he was fired he was, because he was helping his brother with the investigation. He's a reporter he's supposed to be oh. neutral in reporting the news and uh you know when he was asked about it he said no i'm simply doing some kind of like it wasn't supposed to be so in-depth and then later they found out that he was looking for people and you know finding addresses and passing them along right. and all that stuff yeah so uh Chris Cuomo's a, uh, you know, I, I like that tape. I played it years ago when uh, it was a move where people were starting to call Chris Cuomo Fredo, which is an insult because in The Godfather, Fredo's the dumb brother. And uh, and I used to be amazed by that because I was like, Chris Cuomo's Fredo? The guy's on fucking CNN. He's got a full-time job on there with a big show. How's he Fredo? But I guess it bugged him when fans would call him fredo well he considered it an italian slur as well right. as you know a knock against him but he comes on strong here's the tape of uh, chris cuomo uh, i'm impressed with this if i knew how to fight i'd be doing the same thing somebody call me fredo i mean he told this guy oh, i thought i thought that's who you were no punk ass bitches from the right call me fredo my name is chris cuomo i'm an anchor on cnn oh, you're much fredo is from the godfather he was that weak brother. Isn't that your and brother? And they use it as an Italian aspersion. Any of you Italian? I'm a little you Italian? I got, I got a it's a fucking insult to your people. It's an insult to your fucking people. It's like the N-word for us. Wow. Is, that, is that a cool fucking thing? You're a much more reasonable guy in person than you seem to be on television. Yeah, but if you want to play, then we'll fucking play. If you've got something you want to say about what I do on television, then say it. But don't be a fool me. Hey, man. Insult. Hey, listen. What? what? I don't want any problems. Bro. Yeah, you're going to have a big fucking problem. What's the problem? It's a little different on TV. Don't fucking insult me like that. I didn't insult you. Fuck you call me Fredo. It's like I call you punk bitch. You like that? You want that to be your nickname? I didn't call you that. You called me Fredo. You know my name's not fucking Fredo. I thought your name was. You did not think my name was fucking Fredo. Don't be a liar. You want to be a man. Stand up like a man. 
standing up, man. Don't be a man out yeah, here. Then fucking own it. Then own what you said. Then own what you said. Listen, man, I have a problem with you, man. You're going to have a fucking problem. What? What are you going to do about it? I'll fucking ruin your shit. I'll fucking throw you down these stairs like a fucking punk. Please do. Why? So you can fucking sue? So you can fucking sue? Well, why don't you do it? Go take a swing. You call me Fredo. Take a fucking swing. Take a fucking swing. Watch your fucking hands. Watch your fucking hands. Take a swing. No, no, come on, boy. Come on, boy. You want to call me shit? Call me shit, then. I'm right fucking here. I'll fucking wreck your shit. I'll fucking wreck your shit. Stop. You didn't actually wreck. You didn't know what you were doing when you called me straight up. I thought it was your name. You didn't know, right? This is an awful lot of talking, Howard. This is an awful lot of talking. Not enough fighting, too much talk for you. Well, hey, he didn't back down. The other guy did. He was like, oh, I'm sorry. Seems to me nobody really wants to go here. But, uh, yeah, so Jeff Zucker was out at CNN. Now, there was a rumor that there's some kind of merger going on. And the uh, the company that's buying CNN or merging with CNN wasn't thrilled with the with the way CNN, CNN was being run. Well, I think John Malone had something to do with that. Yeah. He owns our because, company. Yeah, yeah. He just said, you know, I'd like CNN to get back to another kind of... Uh, output he wants more hard news less opinion Mm. and i think he associated jeff with that i see i don't know i like opinion so then a lot of people are saying jeff was forced out by something that really shouldn't have gotten him fired and uh yeah there's there's a lot of speculation as to just how this all went down because it was sort of known that he was in this relationship i see well, all right, look, you break the rules, that's it, you're out. Well, Robin, I can't fuck you now. Uh, that's <sighs> what's going to be. Well, and now I know why it never happened, at least. Exactly. You know, I, I want... always, always thought it was something wrong with me. Robin once gave me a sexy look one night, and I ran right down to HR. I reported her. I did. I reported her immediately. <laughs> That's right. I almost got fired. She, Robin's I'm, harassing I, me. <laughs> she, I, I, I said, you. look, I can tell what she's doing. And uh, I need a cock. I don't feel uh, comfortable at work anymore. Yes. Well, anyway. Uh, is it growing? They, yes, it is. It's moist. So from what I understand, Robin, I can fuck you. I just need to disclose it. Now, I'll yes, have to you go... need to go to HR and say, I'm going to fuck her. Yes. Jizz on my tit. <laughs> I wonder if I can just call them and tell them I'm going to fuck you. <laughs> well, listen, these rules were set up for a reason because uh, powerful men were abusing Ugh. the situation and using these. Uh, uh, yeah, a lot of power. women weren't all that open to the overtures that were being made to them. That's right. That's right. But if so... you look, I mean, um, Bill Gates married someone who worked for him. I'm going to call uh, HR and just tell them I have a boner because I'm looking at Robin right now. What should I do? <laughs> and see what their advice is. I feel yeah, like, uh, that would be good. Excuse me, like, HR. How, uh, what are you supposed to do? Hello, this is hey, HR. Hello. Yes, uh, help me out here. I'm working with Robin and I have a boner. What should I do? You have a boner? You're reporting it? Yes. Have you told Robin you have a boner? Yes. Well, I see nothing wrong with that. You can have your boner. <laughs> All right, thank you. Just complete checking. disclosure. Just <laughs> complete disclosure. Thank you. And if you get a boner again, please uh, let us know. Absolutely. How many boners before there's a problem? Well, 
trying to think if I've ever had a boner while I was talking to you. I'm sure I have. <laughs> <laughs> I well, know if you I've never a... disclosed it, you should be fired. <laughs> Mr. Stern, um, I'm going to have to ask you a couple of questions. Absolutely. This boner, is it full hard or just chubbed up? Oh, it's fully hard. <laughs> okay. By the way, I'm sitting here with Fred, too, so I'm hard from him. You're not sure who it's for. (laughs) Might be for Robin, might be for Fred. I want to be. I want to be completely open about it. (laughs) All right. Well, um, is there any pre cum yet? Yes, there is pre cum. I can feel it. Okay. Well, you've reported it, so that's fine. All right. Well, thank you. Um, Yes. Just to be clear, I'm here with Robin. I have a full on boner, and there is pre cum. Okay, and and I know I uh, shouldn't have to ask this, but your boner is still in your pants, is it not? <laughs> Absolutely, I that would might never make be a difference. Yeah. I would never be ungentlemanly and take it out. <laughs> Mr. Stern, I know I don't have to say this, but please do not touch it, or we will have to bring you down to HR. Oh no, I'm not touching it. Uh, normally, if I was home alone, I would manipulate it over my pants, but uh, <laughs> no, I know I'm here with my coworkers. I have a full-on boner. There is no pre-cum yet, and it's in my pants, and I'm not touching it. Okay, um, I'm just asking questions that are on a sheet of paper. Go ahead. I want full disclosure. I don't want any problems. Do you have any fingers up your asshole? (laughs) As a matter of fact, I do not. Uh, My pants are on, and there are no fingers up my asshole, and there is no pre-cum. All right, and, and and another thing, it says it in the manual, do not press your hard penis against your desk. That would be the same as touching it while your employees are there. Yes, I understand. Are you close to coming, and how close are you to coming? I do feel I could come, but I don't think I'm close to coming. When is the last time you came? I came yesterday in the morning. And you're telling me within 24 hours you have a full boner at work and you're about to come? That is correct. Wow, I would like to meet you for a cup of coffee. <laughs> All of a sudden, you're being picked up. What? By HR. <laughs> no, I must be professional. That was a joke. Are the veins on your shaft bulging? Well, you'll be happy to know I have no veins in my shaft. It's way too small. I don't even think there's a vein in there. All right, that's good. That's good to know. Are your balls swollen or sore? My balls are swollen, but not sore. All right, thank you for your full disclosure. There you go, Robin. All right, so you are within the guideline. I saw that Whoopi Goldberg had got suspended for two weeks from The View, and and people were asking me while we were away, what did I think of this? When I first heard this, I was like, are we still in school? Whoopi was suspended? (laughs) I know, suspended. (laughs) Well, you know, here's the thing. This is what I think. And, you know, anti-Semitism is on the rise and all that stuff. But I didn't see this as a case of anti-Semitism. I see this as a case that television has a problem. They're asking comedians and interesting people to be serious uh, about issues in our world. Whoopi Goldberg is a fabulous comedian and a more fabulous actress. You know, she won the um, Academy Award for great, you know, Ghost. And I think she was up for a color purple. But to, to to expect Whoopi Goldberg to be some sort of expert on history and the world and politics, it's blatantly absurd. The whole show, The View, is 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 
a bunch of yentas sitting and talking. If and Whoopi's it guilty, was always about their opinions. Yes. Not point, history. Well, you know, look. You know, uh, she's won zero awards for being a Holocaust historian. <laughs> now, I'm not surprised. Whoopi's sense of what happened during the Holocaust is completely wrong. I don't expect that she understands the history of the world. I think it's idiotic of us to assume that in any way, shape, or form. I, I saw the, a clip. She says, the Holocaust wasn't about race. Well, you know, if you, if, you, if you know anything about Hitler, his whole rise to power was about the master race. The yeah. word race is in it. Master race. What was his uh, opinion? He said, uh, Germany must be pure. And that Jews, gypsies, blacks, you know, you name it. Homosexuals. Homosexuals. Yeah. They're all subhuman. The master race is the German Aryan race. White, white skin, blue eyes, blonde hair. Which he and didn't that is, have. Which he didn't have, but <laughs> he was desirous of a nation full of this. He wanted everyone to look like uh, Heidi from, uh, you know, that, that, that. Yeah, Ben Yodel, I guess. I don't know. Yodel, right. <laughs> but uh, so, yes, it was about race, the master race, that the Aryan race was better and that everything else was contaminating the, the, the Aryan race. But do I expect Whoopi to know that? I think I don't think Whoopi's an anti-Semite. I don't think she hates Jews. Just suspending her. I don't know why they suspended her, but okay. I think uh, it was more me. about the outcry from others, yeah. you know, because we've gotten into this thing where people who are right wing who say something get canceled. Right. And people on the left are the ones calling for their canceling. Yeah. And now somebody from the left has said something just totally stupid. And it's like, well, she's only getting suspended. I mean, it was like, yeah, aren't you going to do something? ABC, how dare you? So they were yeah. forced into uh, more than having Whoopi apologize. So who is punished by this? Do they take away your salary for two weeks when you get suspended? I have or? no idea. I was wondering if it was a paid suspension or a non-paid suspension. Some people are calling it Whoopi, uh, Whoopi's two-week vacation. Yeah, I mean, for being anti-Semitic. I am. I am uh, anti-Semitic as well, and I would like to be suspended <laughs> for two weeks <laughs> with pay, not without pay. I want with, the pay. Yes, it's only a vacation if you're paid. Which is worse, if Whoopi's anti-Semitic or if she fucks someone at ABC and doesn't tell anybody? Oh, boy. <laughs> She'd get fired for fucking, but uh, yeah, but suspended. Yeah, but only a two-week suspension for anti-Semitism. Yeah, yeah I, I, she but doesn't strike me. I don't think she me. was being anti-Semitic. I really not think at all. she's not aware of, of... And this is the thing about all of that, Howard. A lot of times when people say stuff like that, it's just that they're not aware. That's right. Not that they're trying to hurt you or demean you in any way. Does anyone think Whoopi Goldberg is an expert on anything? I mean, except acting and comedy. Well, she pontificates. I mean, she says I know. it. 
Well, you know, everybody was trying to get in there and tell her what the Holocaust was all about. But Whoopi out-talked them and said, no, it's about this. There you go. Well, you know, these shows, they want experts. But the people they hire aren't experts. They need entertaining people. Whoopi's entertaining. You know, it wasn't like she said the Nazis were awesome people. Like she, she wanted to of, be one or right, <laughs> she agreed yeah. with them. <laughs> I didn't get that. Uh, let's go to Elizabeth in Florida. Hi, Elizabeth. Hello, Howard. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Good. <laughs> um, so I was calling because I was with my husband, and he listens to your show at any moment that he has a free time. And uh, what I wanted to call about was we had an awesome surprise where one day we were scuba diving, and I convinced him to have sex with me underwater and a couple weeks later we found out because of that dive i ended up pregnant and i was wondering if you've ever done it underwater or if you have any fun feedback from this fun news (laughs) well i've spoken about this before i do not like having sex in the water i don't understand how people do it um uh, first of all a woman has to be um you know lubricated the water it's painful to get your wean in, into a, a woman when there's water involved i don't like it and um i i, I hate it quite frankly i don't want to have sex in the water i don't even know how it's but i'm wondering uh, fun. if she's wearing that tank and the mouthpiece how did yeah. it get to you <laughs> how did he get it don't you wear those special rubber pants i mean to take those off in the water i mean so I was just in my bathing suit. That's why I was like, oh, this is a, we've got a neat opportunity here. And my husband, he was just diving along. And then I started trying to, like, you know, initiate foreplay. And, of wow. course, you know, of course, but he was like, what the hell are you doing? And then I was like, all right, this is our opportunity. Let's do this. And so. Well, you sound like a lot happened, of fun, but- uh, Elizabeth. You sound like fun. I mean, uh, the fact that you instigated underwater. Uh, most guys are you are you an exceptionally good looking woman that would be very hot i hope so think so yeah, hot. yeah he's right he bet, yeah <laughs> you're hot were were you yeah. looking to get pregnant or was this like well, now not, not necessarily you know it was open but i was just more so looking to knock out a bucket list goal because when i first started scuba diving i heard about the hundred foot deep club and after that i was like wait what people have sex at 100 feet underwater and so I started looking up, like, how do people do this? The only way I could find out information was when they still, like, had the Manser show. And they had, like, an episode on having sex underwater. And the best way to do it on scuba is if you do it reverse cowgirl. So in my mind, I'm like, all right, maybe we'll we'll initiate it. We'll try it. It wasn't reverse cowgirl. Pretty much I ended up just kind of floating around and letting... Uh, tell me about the uh, <laughs> child that was born as a result of this. Does does your child have gills or superpowers like Aquaman? <laughs> that's an excellent origin story. I mean, not yet. You know. that, that's what I'm hoping. So the baby's supposed, hopefully, born on the world's ocean day, which would be hilarious, which is June eighth. And um, my friends that found out about it, they were absolutely not surprised that this was the pump that took and. Um, and hopefully we'll have some gills or at least some webbed toes so he's like an awesome And you're swimmer. wearing, and uh, yeah, underwater sex could lead to weird things with the baby, you know, uh, the webbed toes. Uh, How do you know it's like your husband's fish. baby? Maybe there's right. some whale sperm in the water. We're <laughs> fucked by a whale. 
<laughs> no, no, but 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 how you're wearing you're wearing the tank, and uh, you you say you were able to do it and complete the act, and uh, you took off your your bathing suit bottom, and there you go. It's an exactly. amazing story, Ronnie. What do you make of this? I, I don't know, man. It sounds very weird to me. How? Sh I mean, weren't they wearing wetsuits and everything? How the hell did that? She said she was wearing her. How'd it um, go down? She was wearing her yeah, bathing just, suit I bottom. I, yeah, it was just in my bikini. And, you know, if you're diving out in California, of course, you have to, like, cut through all the neoprene or something to get access. But it was nice. You just pulled it aside and you pulled down. And fortunately, there weren't any other divers around. But most, every time I kind of look up at him, he'd be looking around. He's like, oh, we're going to get busted. And so luckily, there was no other divers around us that I, that I knew of. Sounds, well, congratulations so, to you that weird. he could get uh aroused in the water as well like that well she must be super hot that's it's all about hot robin no oh, what do you it? look okay. like elizabeth give me a quick synopsis what do you weigh I'm... cup size <laughs> go ahead oh my husband described me as a reese witherspoon really well there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that yeah i'm five i'm five one and oh. at the time was like 125 pounds brown hair mm. and just no. goofy <laughs> Uh, hold on a second. Sal, stop jerking off. Save it for the hat. Okay. He's going to be looking up that in the subject line of his That's right. porn All right. today. There I mean, it's, it's hard enough to do it in the water when you're standing up or if you're in like a hot tub or something. I mean, I can't see it happening like that. Yeah. You know, well, it's it, kind it's, of like well, doing it in space because there's zero gravity. And like I said, it was kind of cool because like when like, you know, you lay back like a dead fish. I literally just like laid back like a dead fish and let Aquaman do his thing. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. It sounds like I agree with Ronnie. in the background. There's a lot I, of I, coaching going on back there. I don't know how you would. I, you would have to hold on to a rock or something like that. It, it makes no, it's not making any sense to me. Well, well, what a what lame to thing to is... lie about, Gary. They're not, I mean, I mean, Ronnie, whatever your name is. What a lame, lame thing to have to lie about. Yeah, okay. I'm, yeah, I, I, I'm, I could see, I'm not saying they didn't do it, but it doesn't sound to me like they did it all the way underwater. Like I, I did it in the war, in the ocean, but you was like in water where you could stand up and have the girl on, like on you and to be able to do it. It just doesn't make sense. You to me still yet. had some control, is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, I mean, if they're stand, really well, underwater, yeah. it's Listen. harder. You, you wear I, when you're scuba diving. You wear a vest, so you can add air to it. So, like, if you need to float around, you can. But then you also wear weights to weight you down. So then, essentially, what we did was we were in just 25 feet of water, and it was a sandy bottom. So we, I dumped all the air to my BCD, so I was just negative sitting on the bottom, and he was just on his knees on the bottom, and then. Um, wow. Well, there yeah. you go. Uh, All right. Well, congratulations. That's right. Everyone can hear that. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Uh, I'd bang Reese underwater, uh, Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> And, and, uh, all right. All right. Thank you, Elizabeth. Very nice. There you go. There's Elizabeth <laughs> who says <laughs> she, uh, she's excited. She got sex underwater. All right. She got pregnant underwater. By the way, I must tell you, I'm going to say something controversial here because uh, I, I, another thing I watched was the finale of, and just like that, it is the Sex and the City 
uh, I, I guess HBO brought back uh, Sex in the City. And I read, I'm loving this show. I think it's so terrific. And my wife thinks the same thing. And uh, I'm reading all these horrible things about it. People said it's too PC. It's um, this, that, the other thing. It was terrific. Well, people uh, don't just it. look at things anymore. They evaluate whether they work in the new society. Are they being appropriate? Are they being inclusive? Are they, they can't just watch a show. I don't know. I loved it. At Sarah Jessica I, I Parker. Found it, I did find it trying to crowbar every new thing into some episodes. I didn't find that at all. I just like it. I don't know. I thought it was I great. Didn't, I like not enjoy it. I simply was like, oh, now they're doing the, the gender thing. Now they're doing the, you know, it was everything was there. I watched the Sex in the City. I watched Reacher, which is really good. In Is fact, it? I was that was yeah, another I was one I was questioning. Reacher has a love interest in this. I'm only up to episode four. I saw a titty on there. <laughs> uh, this girl who's hot, she got Reacher was taking a shower. She comes right in the shower, shows her titties, and I was like, "This is some show." Is there anything it. else in the show, Howard? <laughs> oh, there's tons of killing. Uh, you know, it's based on that when Tom Cruise played Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher, I know what it's based on. And he's like Jeez. Superman. He beats everyone up. He solves every crime. And uh, I like it. And I liked uh, John Cena in Peacemaker. That's it. All right. Those, those I good saw shows. the preview of The Batman. Oh, and how is that? Oh, I loved it. I can't oh. wait to see it. Now, what do I got to do? Go to a movie theater for that? Or They're going to release it? it only in movie theaters well, for a while. I'm not going to any movie theater. Fuck that. Uh, yeah, I, I was like, geez, I might have to try to go to a movie theater. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> sit at home. Sit at home. But it looks <laughs> really good. And Rob Pattinson yeah. looks, you know, he looks great as the Batman. Oh. Hitler is on the phone. He's angry at Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Let's see what he has to say. Yes, Hitler. He says, uh, Whoopi, what that? Yeah. Uh, how dare Whoopi say he's not a racist? He is a racist, and it was all race. Yeah, he, he's the he biggest racist. He says... Of course the Holocaust was about race. I am the world's greatest racist. Go ahead, Hitler. What else? He says, I can give you six million examples of how wrong she is. Oh, boy. Are you done, Hitler? Oh. He says... When I was screaming about the master race, did she think I was referring to a half marathon? <laughs> yes, Hitler. He says, I am the father of cancel culture. I tried to cancel an entire culture. That's right. <laughs> You're absolutely right. He says, Robin... Uh, that's it. I'm throwing away my sister act Blu-ray right in the oven. That's it. I'm done with <laughs> no it. No more whoopee for him, huh? That's right. Hitler says, 
Whoopi should really put more thought into how she depicts Nazis. We're people, too. <laughs> yes, Hitler. Thank you, Hitler. All right, there you go. Don't misconstrue the Nazis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, he says... This is interesting. Jack Reacher is incredible. He loves the titties. Yeah, thank you, Hitler. All right. There he is, Hitler. Who, of course... All right. Thank you. Enough. I'm not even going to repeat what he just said. It's so offensive. All right. There he is, Hitler. Oh, no. He, Hitler just said... You don't understand, Joe. He just said, asked if no. he could come in the hat, the Kansas City chief. Oh, hat. And, uh, Jeez, are we going to let him into that bat? <laughs> no, unlike the mass singer, um, the, 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 oh. I'm staying away from, I'm staying away from that. What is happening? Where are we? What planet? I mean, are Sean we on? Spicer's on Dancing with the Stars, and Rudy Giuliani is on the mass singer. Ooh, the Batman will be available on HBO Max 45 <gasps> days following its theatrical oh, release date. 45 days, I got away. Well, what, what, are you in a rush? Yes, I want to see it as soon as it comes out. It'll be around mid-April when you'll see it. You're not going uh, anywhere. You just sit home. And... <laughs> you know what I saw the other day? They're selling your own personal air filter. Oh. Like if you that. are going somewhere... And you have to be indoors. Oh. You could have a little air filter that you have just for yourself with a HEPA filter in it that pulls everything out of the air around you. Believe me, like a skin diver, I wish I could wear like a tank on my back and just like breathe <laughs> my own oxygen. air. With an oxygen. Because <laughs> I looked at that and uh, I said, maybe I could use that to go to Batman. I'm so paranoid. I, I was going for a walk the other day, and, and someone was coming on the other side of the sidewalk, and I felt like they were too close, so I turned my head so that my, <laughs> like, I, like, like, like the air will be, like, if Over I turn my head. Over there is different. Yeah, yes. yeah different. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, uh, hey, everybody, we're back, um, and we'll be back tomorrow. I want to mention uh, our dear friend uh, Al Michaels is going to stop by since we got the Super Ooh. Bowl coming up. It's always good to talk a little sports with Al. I love Al. Yeah. I we put haven't on talked the, to uh, Al in a long time. I miss him. I was watching that Chiefs. Uh, well, I watched about three minutes. I watched overtime of the Chiefs <laughs> and the Bengals. And uh, <laughs> I heard that voice immediately, Al Michaels. And I'm like, you know, man, it's such a distinctive voice. It's such a distinctive voice. I was like, man, that guy, you know, he saw um, uh, uh, Barbara Walters come and go. He saw Peter Jennings come and go. He saw this one come. He's still the guy. He's still on the air. I don't know how old he is, but he's been around and he's still got the sound and he's still terrific at, I, I think he's terrific at play by play. I mean, he's fantastic. Am I right? I mean, the guy's good. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, nobody was better yeah. than Al. You Al. know, but you're right that he's kept his timber. His timber, he yeah. lost it. Al's 77 <laughs> years old. He sounds like, you know, he's like, lest anyone think yes, and there comes the ball, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, he... <laughs> I remember how sad I was the day my father told me he lost his timber. Mm. I, I, I lost my timber. <laughs> 
Yeah, but well, you weren't an announcer. Who cares? Right, yeah, who cares about your timber? <laughs> I have a deep voice. No, not so much. And Al will fill us in. Evidently, Al is so in demand that two networks are fighting over him for next season. Isn't that amazing? Al's about to get the payday of the century. How much money does Al Michaels make for being a play-by-play We play had looked play it up uh, before we went away, and I think it was something like $6 million Is that right, just to do that? Yeah. I mean, that's a tough job because you really got to know your shit. You know, and you I mean, travel the, and stuff. You know, it's not yeah. like you can, you know, mail it in. And sports fans will fuck with you if you get something wrong. I mean, they, you know, they don't want to hear it. Yeah, I think Siri told us $6 million. I don't know. Hey, Siri. What is Al Michaels' net worth? As of 2018, the estimated net worth of Al Michaels was about 20 million U.S. dollars. Mm, wow. But she told us the last time that he makes six million a year, I thought. What's he squandering that money on? If he's 77, he's been making like that kind of dough. Where's, where's the rest of Al's money? Maybe he has a plane. I don't know. You think he's buying frivolous things like a plane and, and not investing? <laughs> we'll ask him tomorrow. I'll say, Al, what's going on? Yeah. Well, if anyone think I have more money than $20 million, it's not true. <laughs> so Al's going to uh, be with us, and I've got plenty, plenty to talk about. You're going to talk to him about Brady res- retiring? Absolutely. Yeah, Brady retired. That's it. And now he's going to come on uh, Richard's Kansas City Chiefs hat. He told us he'll do it. He emailed me just a few minutes ago. Well, I have a question for you. You know, he signed a four-year deal, and there was a signing bonus of $15 million. Right. I think. And it was paid out over a couple of years, and the last payment was... You know, during this playoff season. Ah, uh, so probably he said that's it. And he got the fifteen million, and then he announced his uh, retirement. But everybody's wondering, since it was a four-year deal that he got the signing bonus for, will he owe the Buccaneers some money? I don't know the answer to that, but who knows. Oh, it says here Al Michaels lost all his money buying NFTs. He bought uh, all the Beatles <laughs> NFTs. And he bought property near Snoop or something. <laughs> yeah, on, on another on another metaverse. <laughs> uh, Al's doing just fine. Got that uh got that great job. And uh yeah. also Wednesday I want to remind you that Dana Carvey and David Spade are coming in together, which is gonna be great. Those guys are a lot of fun. Yeah, I want to check out that show. I have, I know it's on. What? Yep, they oh, started yeah. a podcast. So, so I got to go. check that out. There was two was, funny uh, guys. Yes, yeah, so we'll be talking to those guys, and and then and then also, uh, I got. I've been researching Al Michaels. You, you, here's a weird fact I I read, and this is not made up. Al Michaels doesn't eat vegetables. What? Yeah, it's weird stuff. I'm going to ask him about. What are you? He doesn't eat vegetables. Well, if anyone think I eat vegetables, <laughs> what do you mean? He said, he because he he meat? said I want to I want to be a vegetarian, but he got the definition wrong. He thought that means I don't eat any vegetables. <laughs> He's confused. 
He respects vegetables and not animals. <laughs> no, I don't know what that is about, but I did read that he does not eat vegetables. Huh. I, I, yes. I just wonder how far that goes. Like, any plant-based food, like uh, pasta, is not a vegetable growing on a tree, but it is Rich- made from wheat. Richard Christie's dad does not eat vegetables either. I happen to know that. So is that he's not, he's not I involved. didn't know that was a movement. That's a movement. <laughs> this is people who refuse people who refuse <laughs> to eat vegetables. Speaking <laughs> of vegetables, I'm getting hungry. All right. Um, but tomorrow I will ask Al. Here's a fact I know about Al Michaels. Al went and ordered at a restaurant French onion soup without onions because he didn't <laughs> want to eat. Them. No, I'm not making a joke. It's true. <laughs> That's crazy. All right. Uh, I vowed in 2022 that we're going to have a new ending to the show. And now it's time. J.D., it's time for J.D.'s inspirational quote to end the show. J.D., give us your inspirational quote. This will happen every day. Go ahead. (laughs) What? Go ahead. (laughs) Oh, J.D. doesn't know anything about this, but I (laughs) want an inspiration. Something that will inspire us all. In fact. uh, Yeah, for the uh, rest of the day. People oh, should know the, that at, at, at the end of every staff meeting that uh, that we have, um, J.D. <laughs> always ends. They, right. the, the staff goes, J.D., give us an inspirational quote. And I said, well, what happens at the end of the meeting? He goes, he gives it. He does have inspirational quotes. Well, sometimes, sometimes they had, said you hit it out of the park. I've had stuff prepared sometimes, but I was not prepared for this one. So uh, give me one off the top of your head. Uh, have a good day, everyone. Uh <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Uh, just be be nice to each other. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do what Julie Chen says at the end of Big Brother. Uh, love one another. Thank you. Okay, love one another. There's your inspirational quote. All right. JD says, Remember "Love that. one another." That's right. Well, <laughs> since we didn't get to see his dick, he showed us his heart. Isn't that a lovely <laughs> thought? Be, be, be what bangle. is it? We got to see one or- organ. Yeah, his heart. <laughs> All right, we'll see you uh, tomorrow.